In the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Superglue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects that may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. 
Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. <laughs> the, the slow full, call the, the full delay <laughs> the it's, full a, it's delay. like a two-part yeah <laughs> oh, man, this thing's about to come off on us that thing is loosey-goosey <clears throat> yeah this is the uh like typically the guest location that i've yeah i, re- I reset your uh, audio there because normally yours is low just yeah, oh that's right yeah because my my voice screams you're not booming well it's funny like i float a little bit but you've never floated no, you're the man on the on the board. It's home base. Yeah, you're DJ. DJ. Like you stay right there by that thing. <laughs> I'll tell you that we were in here on Saturday with the kids, or I was in here with the kids. Um, <clears throat> Noah just like jumped on that thing. Oh, he did, dude. He was on it, figured it out real quick. It was pretty oh, yeah. impressive. How? No, like, he told me he's like, we need to do a podcast like every week. Oh. He's like, me and the kids, we're going to go do a podcast every week. And yep. then um, you just put it out, and it's going to be me and Mila and Kennedy and Mateo. Yep. I said, okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. Like, I'm over here, like, getting some merchandise, like, packaged up. And uh, <laughs> I'm not really listening to them. And then I, like, zoned out of what I was doing and started focusing on what they were talking about. And I look at the the road, and it's it's going. It's recording. I'm like, oh, they're really they're going and and he adjusted their levels so they could hear their voices and i don't know how well he actually got it but yeah clearly enough to where they could hear themselves in the in the in the headphones and they started talking about the um earthquake he said yeah is that 2018 yeah i think Maybe. november I'm november so, I'm so 2018 bad with it's like got to be in that somewhere in that range i think it i think it's 18 i think but, it was 18 um they were they were sharing like where they were oh and and they were very structured in their conversation like noah shared his story then kennedy shared her story and uh mila shared her story you know harper's over here just floating around you know three-year-old toddler (laughs) going through the motions but uh they actually like in detail explained like what they were doing when they when they remember the earthquake and oh, i was like man, i have to see if it's on there so you, you should it out. you should and then they did like a loose call and then oh, really? they, they were all over <laughs> all the, pressing oh, the buttons yeah they were messing with it <laughs> that's cute but it was pretty cute how they were like holding a podcast structured style conversation where they were sharing making eye contact wait well, like not talking over each other no they yeah. were sharing the time and like yeah oh, i was like wow not... i kind of stopped and i looked back and i'm like man you guys sound like naturals over there yeah <laughs> that was, it was let's pretty go. funny man let's go yeah and they like don't they all get excited when you come when you bring them in here too oh yeah we got the candy bowl they can pretend on the mics there's always sodas and waters and yeah it's way cooler than like when i went to my dad's work it's just a bunch <laughs> of dentist stuff like, nothing really can't touch anything there, right? don't touch this don't touch that bunch of <laughs> machines that i don't know how they work it's too expensive yeah it was just like man my dad worked at the, um his lab was like in the 
bottom of like this dentistry place like because he did all like make, made dentures right or something uh all the crowns and crowns, teeth yeah. and like all like the the technical stuff of it but his lab you know was downstairs and it was always just like you know in this kind of basement like weird all cold smells in there as mm-hmm. a kid and like you know it's really bright in there, kind of like in here, because you need to be able to see like yeah. coloring and Lights you had all tables. kind of like flames going and weird things where you put your hands inside of a like a tube thing and there's like no air in there and you'd work on things and a lot of little drills and oh wow paints Intricate. and just like teeth everywhere, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just molds all over the yeah, place. Yeah, man, molds everywhere, like orders, and he's just like you know. It was cool, but it was never like something I was like, "Ooh, I want to do this." Yeah, I was not just fascinating, like, really, too no. much or interesting. No, no. My brother though liked it, and he well, you worked with him for a while, but as with anyone that works with a parent, like there's a limit to that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where it's enough. You know, it's ironic they share the same smile. My dad and my brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's the one thing I noticed when I met your dad a couple summers back, and then. Carlo finally comes, and I'm like, oh, damn. Like, I knew there was a resemblance, but then when he showed up and they both, like, big-ass white teeth grin, I was like, oh, there's the resemblance. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I never noticed that. They got nice smiles, see. though. Yeah. Right whites. Yeah. Yeah. My dad would hook us up with, like, the – when we first got our teeth whitened, it was, like, the new thing. You'd put it in, like, the, the tray that – you know, you did the mold of our mm-hmm. teeth and made the tray and all that stuff, and you would do the injection. Like now, they have like lights and different True. toothpastes and all that. But back then, and he had like these needles that you would inject inside of these trays that would fit your mouth like a mouth guard, and you're supposed to wear it for like only like a couple hours, whatever a day. Sure. And Carlo just like sleeping it, <laughs> and then after like two weeks, he's like. Something's wrong. Like my gums, I can't feel my gums because they would like creep up into his gums, like whatever that bleach was or whatever that chemical was. And that's why his teeth are just like fluorescent white. They're like permanent. They're like the chair. They're like the chair yeah. you're sitting in. Just he like always keen. smiles like from a long ways away. Or like back in the day, if you saw him in the bar or something, he smiled at you yeah. from a dark room. It was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> There's Carlo. <laughs> Seriously though, he has yeah. a no, big he doesn't, ass white he doesn't need a headlight, he just smiles. <laughs> <laughs> it just oh. gleams, just lights up the room. <laughs> Carl, if you're listening, I know you're rolling right now. <laughs> uh, and he's always like tan and like Yeah. Know, nice head of hair guy. the whole nine. Yeah, man. The better looking brother, I think. Yeah, what did I say is his hair do look like um Damn, I must I forgot again. Street Fighter. Oh, right. Gu- no, Guile. Guile. Oh yeah, Guile. The military. <laughs> they all had that like <laughs> the, the, bounce. The bounce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That high top. <laughs> uh, welcome to Alaska Wall Project, episode seventy-seven. Um, if you're listening to this, I mean, we're like right in the middle of uh, hunting season, and as anyone that is into um, hunting. Um, you know, sheep opens the 10th, caribou opens the 
the 10th, unless you're going up to the Brooks, it's a little earlier. Um, and then you roll right into the moose season, you know, most places open the first, depending if you're like bow season or whatever. Um, but literally like the middle of August till the end of September or September, like 20th for most spots, except Chad's is the 25th, I think. Um, it's full hunt. It's full hunting season, you know? So it, it, we, we have, Known that this time is coming up, and instead of taking a break um, from our weekly recordings, we have kind of like stacked up a few, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, in mm-hmm. order to give you guys listening something every week, which we've always felt is important. Consistency. Yeah, that consistency. Um, so today we kind of wanted to just um, talk about what our master plan is for the hunting season um all the way up until i'd say november um definitely you know and so you know just to kind of get it out there and be like this is what we got planned and it's probably it might be similar to a lot of other people that you know if you're lifelong alaskan you probably have a couple hunts you're doing you know um so the first thing up on on our agenda and this year we are not hunting i don't think we have one hunt together deer Mm -hmm. hopefully deer we'll do deer hopefully Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's going to be hard for me to sell any more hunting trips beyond October as far as, like, oh yeah, being gone quite a yeah, bit. I wonder if we'll get one in together then. Yeah. Oh, no, we got the Weekend Warrior stuff. Oh, we'll definitely do some stuff in September, at least a weekend or two. Yeah, the Weekend Warrior I don't get stuff. a chance to do that very often, so I'm actually excited. Yeah. Just the way all the dates have set for me, which we'll go into, you know, detail on that here in a minute, but... And it's nice that uh, Dustin, <clears throat> Dustin from the Baycheck, um, he wants to get What's, back into hunting. Yeah, um, he used to hunt, and he and he like he doesn't care about like nothing huge or nothing. He oh, already sure has he a is. nice moose in his in his house and a nice caribou. Yeah, he get some game meat. He just was like, he. I was talking with him the other day, and he's just like, I, I don't know why I just kind of like stopped doing it. I mean, obviously, well, he's probably. been very busy with this ice, with the fishing and the yeah. ice fishing and mm-hmm. all his his business. Which that's how it goes, you know. When you're building a brand or you're building a business, it's like you're both feed in on that, and everything kind of gets pushed to the back burner. But I think at this point, like he's got it all worked out. That that thing's rolling. It's on schedule. All the things he's got going on. So now he's like, let's go back to something he's you know has a passion for. Um, so, you know, I invited him, I told you this too, on some of our, uh, our weekend stuff, Mm -hmm. um, to go, um, hunting on some of these, uh, like closer, you know, weekend warrior stuff, um, for moose and, which is always fun, you know, like you get your big trips going and then you have these times where like everyone else is still hunting, yeah, you know, and you're like, uh, I can't just sit at home, you know, it's it's like, it's such a short season, Mm -hmm. such so short. Yeah, you you got to pack like it waste in. Waste it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can do multiple trips. Yeah. And I think that at this point, like the wives have like realized, okay, mm-hmm. it's hunting time. You know, they, ex- I mean, shout out to them, dude, for just like handling all the kids' stuff. And it's always like when school starts. And so there's the whole taking them to school and all that stuff. And, and the, you it, know, it adds, it adds like a, an element of stress to yeah. the the household. It does, but I think what's you know? important, what alleviates it maybe a little bit. I mean, 
is having your date set like on the oh, calendar for sure. yeah. on the calendar yeah. i mean we're a big calendar you know plan, in the kitchen plan plan for it and it's like that those dates have been set except the weekend warrior ones where mm-hmm. she kind of just knows like i'm not sitting at home on the and weekend be like weather dependent and like if it all works out and you know yeah there's a little more spontaneous um yeah so I mean, a big thank you to all the all the ladies and wives and moms that are like staying at home during um, these times where we're out for ten yep. days, we're out for a week, we're out for five days, mm-hmm. and then we're trying to go every weekend um, to just like help a buddy. You know what I'm saying? And a lot yeah. of times it's tough to to explain to them like, well, none of this happens by yourself. Yeah, you know, no. you're going with at least one other guy. Yep, and if it's not your hunt. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go help him. Yeah. You know, because you don't, yep. you don't want to leave your buddy stranded out there. And, and so it's just, I think it becomes natural year after year after year that they know the schedule. Yeah. And you put it on, like, these are the hard dates that I'm going to be gone. Yep. And, you know, so it's beautiful that they just handle the, the home life stuff. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, that temporary. Yeah. And it must be rough. Like, there. um, like we were talking to um, Chris, right, from Screaming Eagle, and he goes mm-hmm. with his wife. Yeah. Like, they go together. Mm-hmm. Um, or I want to say we were talking to um, Swanky. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, and she, like, they go separate, right? I think yeah. she said. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so yeah. she'll go on a hunt, and then he'll go on a hunt, and that's that's all good. But our wives don't go hunting, which is yeah, um, which I is mean, fine. Yeah, not, not, to that, not at that level, for sure. Yeah, even though I, I like going on those, like the youth hunt and stuff like that. Like having them at least there, even though they're not might, they might not like go into the field. Yeah, they're the, not going on the stock with you. Yeah, right? but they're at, back at the camp, you know, mm-hmm. hanging out with the littler kids and just like you're still there. You're sure. still a part oh, of yeah. it, you know, which Every is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And hopefully next year that youth caribou, we can do a big family, family deal with that. Yep, that's yeah. A couple kids I know through other parents. Tagged some animals on that weekend. Oh, they so it's kind of cool watching those families go in. I was envious, man. I was like, ah, oh, man, that That's, looks so uh, fun. I already know it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. It is fun. Been seeing it, pictures pop up and stuff. Folks with their kids getting. Because the season's closed now, but you know, from last week's yeah. harvest that was pretty cool. Yeah, so it's a great I, intro too. If a wife and family wanted to come on the hunt mm-hmm. or do a hunt together as a family yeah and and, and like we've a, gone on just just being the family one. and i'll go up you know with with uh one of the boys mm-hmm. um to go try to find a caribou you yep. know what i'm saying or a moose or something like that it's not the big deep you know you're deep into the moose camp deal yeah. where you're you know way back yeah, you're in not there doing the 18 18 hour ride in or anything extreme yeah it's it's more light i'd mm-hmm. say Yep. But it's still cool. It's like introductory. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the technicality level is a little lower. And early in the season, there's good daylight. So days are longer. You don't get into situations where you're like, oh, shit, it's dark now. <laughs> you know. Yeah, lower Even though risk. we did, we did kind of do that, though, the other weekend on our yeah. Eureka family ride. Got out there. Like, well, I got out there late, and we rode in late, but it ended up being fun. But it was technical and dark. Yeah, and so, I think it's good for them to experience that that type of thing because that happens more than 
Yeah. You wish it yeah. would. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, the schedule gets messed up, and now you got to ride in the dark. It just shit. You're, yeah. Or ride right. out in the dark, yep. you know? Yep. Which is, you know, which is fine. Yeah. That's part of it, you know, and that's probably what they remember the most. Yeah. Yeah, I you was know. pretty, you know, I felt pretty sure, like, kind of thinking back when I was a kid out, you know, doing stuff with your folks or, or an experience in the outdoors, like, it was always something that wasn't very easy or, or got hard or maybe got kind of sideways is what you remember. Yeah. The the smooth, easy going trips just like kind of all blur and blend together because it was just like, oh, man, it just went so well. Yeah. But you and remember then, the time that like the thing flew off yeah, the top the of the van. Yeah, the axle blew out or, yeah. the, you know, the meat wagon broke, t- trailer tongue broke off and you had to chicken wire it together. Yeah. Or in our case, the other night, you know, we our intentions were to get in there in the late afternoon, early evening. And we went in the late evening, which ended up being beautiful. And, you know, there was, we had kids that were riding four wheelers by themselves in the dark. Yeah. And it was like, they'll remember that ride in because yeah. they were a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it was safe and good, but they were uncomfortable and they were pushing their limits a little bit. Yeah. And they got up there and were like relieved. <sighs> we made it. Yeah. You which know, which is probably one and of the like, first times. Well, yeah. we probably we've been through that lots of times. Oh, sure. You know. Oh, with but like to them, lesser equipment, lesser good gear. Like, you know, at least we had good shit and like warm stuff on. Yeah, I mean, there's no you way know, we're staying like, in the parking lot. No, <laughs> we're gonna no. go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right, though. They remember. They're gonna remember that. Yeah, that's did. nice. That'd be. I hope we get that youth man, that youth caribou hunt man. Mm-hmm. That's. Well, it's only a matter of time once all the kids are of age, like. Someone's going to pop it every other year or so, most what, likely. Does it go to, what, 16? The age? Yeah. Yeah, 16. That's yep. pretty good. 10 Hell to 16? Yeah. Totally. That's a six-year gap. And we mm-hmm. got enough, like, um, you know, kids that are in the age now, mm-hmm. but then the other ones that are coming into the oh, age. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, So, dude, for, like, the next, like, decade. Yeah, we've got a good a run. Yeah, we've got a really good run. Yeah. For sure. Or more. I mean, I have a three-year-old, so. Yeah. It's gonna just like that's nice. Yeah. I mean if they're into it though. I mean yeah, that yeah, doesn't of necessarily course. mean they're all gonna be about it, but you know. Yeah. Hopefully. It's an but, excuse you know. to get out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Good do a family camping trip. Um before we get into the uh details of um what our plans are here for the next month and a half two months, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um was there any new gear? Mm. I know. I mean, for me, I want to say the only pretty much new thing that I got. Actually, I'm talking shit. I got two new really good things. Yeah. Um, yeah I got yeah, the yeah. six by what six. I got the six by six. <laughs> That's okay. Let's, let's not forget that. Game changer there. Yeah. So I got the like, new. What new gear are you showcasing yeah. this year? Well, let me think about it. Yeah. I almost well, forgot. Yeah, I got, I got, got this $17,000 four wheeler. Um, I, I ended up going to Alaska mine diving and I picked up, I ordered last year in July. It took a year to get here. Um, the six by six, uh, Can-Am Outlander 1000 that, um, I've had my eye on ever since they came out with those. Um, you know, and I sold, <laughs> sold it to the family. It's like, no, we can all ride. You know, we mm-hmm. proved it when we went on the family thing. Hell yeah. Um, it was really good for that. So that's like a new thing that I'm really excited because I I don't really like pulling a meat trailer mm. unless I have to. Yeah. Um and actually did really well when we went on the trip totally. with it. 
So yeah. I actually feel a lot better about it. But then you just, it's just your just ability to bring so much more stuff, mm-hmm. you know, for yep. comfort and all that. And, and then, you know, you could throw an entire moose or caribou or whatever in the back of that thing. Yep. Um, so I think for me personally, that's a game changer. My other four wheeler, um, it's a 2012 and it's, you know, it's got 4,600 miles on it. The thing is, it's, it's been four, a trooper. 4K dude. on it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's quite a bit of miles. Yeah, and I mean, it's been in the shop, and different things has yeah. gone on with yeah. it, and yeah. as you, as as happened, and, and when I first got it, I rode it hard, and mm-hmm. you know, it just things happen. It's in good shape still, but it's still in good shape. Yeah, 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 like I mean, I might have to use it on that on that sheep hunt, you know, mm-hmm. if that thing's not ready. Yeah, um, yeah, because you you snapped off the muffler pipe or something on the Outlander. Yeah, that that was like one of the flaws. So basically, the um, the muffler pipe on the end, they have it angled. It's not like a regular one where it's in the back of the four wheeler, like, and it's kind of sticking out the backside. Mm-hmm. It's more in the up middle, high up against the frame, right? Like yeah. it's like out and, of harm's way. And between the fourth wheel, like the second second wheel, second set of wheels, and the third set of wheels is where it comes down. So they don't have it piped like all the way out the back. Mm. Um, I'm sure there's a reason for that. Yeah, but the pipe comes all the way down to right below the skid plate which to me it's a flaw yeah you know with the easy solution you're gonna catch something yeah so you're gonna catch something or you're gonna bump a rock um or you're gonna go on it and a lot of times you know the trail has the two where the wheels go and then the inside the middle part is high so you're kind of rubbing against that if there's a rock or something you're gonna just kind of hit it you smash the shit out of rocks all the time all the time. And so then mm-hmm. you just hit that just right, and it just kind of, like, dislodged it from the actual muffler. Mm. Um, so, I mean, they were awesome about it. They, you know, they warrantied it. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to cut AMDS it short. AMDS did. Yeah. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. cut it short and um, and run with it. I think it'll be, that's the solution. Was, is, is that what they had recommended, or you asked them to do that? Um, I asked them to do it. I'm not 100% sure if they're the ones that are going to do it or I'm just going to just take a Sawzall to it and do mm. it. Mm. So, so you're getting a new part to install it and then yep. you want to trim it. Exactly. I don't see how it's going to hurt anything. Hopefully it doesn't do anything with back pressure. I don't think it would. No. I mean, I'm and not cutting a lot. I'm just cutting like four yeah, inches chunk. off the thing. So it's yeah. just a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll fix that. But other than that, other than that, that thing is... A tank, dude. That mm-hmm. thing's amazing. Yeah, amazing. I really, really like so it. Hopefully, if that's ready for 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 your earlier hunts, but f- should be ready for moose. Oh, hundred percent. Sure, for better moose. be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm counting on it because I yeah. got because I got a family. Yeah. We'll get to that. I got yeah, family yeah, yeah, coming yeah, up course. for that. Um, so they're one of my uncles is going to use my other four wheeler, mm-hmm. and I'm going to mm-hmm. use the six by six. Um, yeah, for for the hunt I'm going on with them. Well, what else are you showcasing? Like, um, what else you got new? So I ended up getting. I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast, but I got the new, the new improved Black Diamond. Yep. Megalite. Yeah, we talked about that several times. Yep. The Megalite TP. So that's for the sheep piece. hunt, and I'm also bringing it. I'm just bringing it on every hunt. Sure. Because it's so small. It's yeah, so it's great for spiking. Yeah, and so just have it out there, and so I'm going to debut that out there with Jackie Boy and and uh, and Jake um, for the sheep hunt. Which by the time you've heard this, we're like, hopefully been successful. Yeah. And coming back. Um, 
Let's with, see with, here. With the Ram oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you will be, I will have been back for a week, and then you'll be, have been back just like yeah. that weekend. That Sunday. When this one comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll give you the update on what, what, mm-hmm. what happened there with that. And um, I don't know if I'm going to film it. Really? Yeah. I'm de- I've been debating on that, if oh, I'm going to really? film it or not. Um, I know why. I mean, it's just a lot, the editing and... I mean, well, it's also that, about, and, and it just, it becomes, as anyone that's, you know, knows a sheep hunter or has done sheep hunting, those, everything is so secretive. That's like the most secretive, oh. like, place, and no one wants anyone to, like, find out where it is, and mm. so, I don't know, it just... Has it, that it, been a topic of discussion amongst no, the group? No, it hasn't. It just, hasn't. Just you. But in my own mind, I've always tried to film every single hunt even if yeah. it's for myself you yeah. know i still have my phone and take pictures and stuff like that but it just kind of creates an easier more relaxed hunt for me because when i'm yeah, on that i'm always on feel that. like i like i gotta be filming i gotta be filming i gotta come up here i gotta go ahead and take this shot and i gotta wait yeah, for them and yeah. do this i kind of just want to like just go do it and experience mm-hmm. it and yeah and not have to deal with any mm-hmm. of that stuff, you know. It just yep. adds extra stuff, you know. Kind of like when we had, when we had um, uh, Zach on, mm-hmm. you know, and he's filming all this stuff, and it just becomes an extra load of yeah, it's everything kind of cumbersome that you're, that, you're, that you're taking up a mountain, and mm-hmm. you know, and you got to be careful because these things aren't cheap. And I don't know. I, I haven't made that decision yet. I, I'm going to talk to the boys and see what they think, but. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, you end up regretting it when you don't. I know. But I am definitely going to film the other hunts that I'm going on because yeah. for more for like a memory thing for my yeah. for my family that are going on things that they've never done. Um, so, but I'm yeah. excited about the teepee. You know what I'm saying? I know. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, I'm excited to put, hear the the, report. put that thing out to the test. I have no doubt that it's going to perform. Yeah, sure. You know. It's tried and true. So, I'm excited about that. Um they got that teepee up at Barney's too, if you're interested in, and, mm. um, the teepees that we use, um, it's, it, you know, that teepee is, is, and you know, we're probably going to get into this in the, in the, to the, actually I probably shouldn't talk too much cause we're going to get into the tent thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you can but, brush on it. Yeah. But they sell it at Barney's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the difference between that teepee and other ones that you'll see from like Kufaro and whatever, like it doesn't have a stove jack. So yeah, so it's not really. It's like, a spike, spike tent. Yeah, I mean it's this like the little extra like bump above a tarp. So yeah. you do tarps and trekking poles and lean to and like roll up in a sole in your sleeping bag and like go super light guy. Yeah, or you can actually have a shelter, but it's still like nothing. Yeah. So man, we can go into depth into that in our in our uh, our tent review. Yeah. But, um. So you got so you got the six by six, you got the black diamond. Um, before the show, we were talking about like some gear preparation because we're like week of right now, um, as we were recording this right now. But in the week up leading up to tonight's recording, we've been pretty much well two weeks. We've been kind of, you know, having our conversations. I, I finally this past weekend like dug out all my stuff and got it out on the table. Okay, so I got the infamous table. Oh yeah. You know, it's just like, I just get it all out of the totes. 
Yeah. Like everything's in three totes and then just all the Spoon from the left side of the garage yeah, to the right side of the garage. All the applicable table. like stuff just goes up there and then I'm like, uh and then I'll start picking away at what isn't gonna go and I did that. Yeah. But uh so we've been going at it for a week and um so you got the you got the six by six, you got the TP, so you got like um piece of gear, like a apparel jacket or anything. Um no. Uh, you're rocking no, the same pack. No, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking everything. Stone Glacier. Uh, yeah, got, yep. I'm, I'm rocking the, um, I got the Stone Glacier rain stuff, yep. uh, pants, um, a couple of QU pieces. Did you end up getting the jacket? I didn't. I did buy my dad the jacket. So you're going to just rock that Yukon again? No. I oh, got, you're going to go with the Sims. I'm going with the Sims. Nice. Yeah. So I ended cool. up buying a, a Sims rain jacket mm-hmm. um, that I'm going to test out. I mean, I've been using it all summer for oh, rain and stuff like that um so i'm gonna test that looks, out and it looks fucking good yeah it looks nice Stylish. and it still fits uh, you know over my puffy and mm-hmm. all that stuff um but as you know years and years and years of accumulating accumulating gear you kind of have your set of what you're using yeah yep mm-hmm. um i have actually have had to change out a couple of underwears you know what i'm saying because those get clapped out mm-hmm. you know that's that like um merino wool underwear no matter what brand i've tried yeah it doesn't last that long yeah it's not a very rugged material no it's not yeah the smart wool it's really nice it's really good it's yeah. not stinky it's like it's you'll notice comfortable. The, the seams around the like the the lower thigh you know where you're expanding the get a little loose yeah they get loose and stretched and start popping threads and yeah, so so some of them, I you know, I bought a couple get new that pairs. Full blowout going yeah, on. the full blowout. Yeah, you know, you get to picking, and then next thing you know, you got a hole. They call that a hard dig. <laughs> some people are probably scratching their head. What does that mean? Well, yeah, well, thank you've all done, you've all done it. Yeah, <laughs> and that, those aren't those aren't conducive for hard digs. They just no, no, know, no, 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 no. They don't like it. Yeah, you get like two seasons. It's definitely not the old Navy boxer no. that can do a hard dig. No, <laughs> <laughs> or or two. So I have a couple of those. You know the the, the one I like. Um, there's several. I've I've tried. Um, I've tried several. The smart wool. The um, I want to say it's thirty six degrees. The one that's our that are at Barney's, and I think he has the smart wool ones too. Mm-hmm. Um, just different ones, just to just to try them out. You yeah. Know? Um, we're always trying new stuff. We're not like brand. No, I mean anything loyal. You know, what I'm saying to something like if someone's something got something works. new that's nice. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a try. Mm-hmm. You know, um, same with the. Actually, I've kind of committed um, to the um, uh, the socks that are the t- uh, darn tough, darn toughs. Mm-hmm. I kind of made. Yeah. I tried some of the smart wool ones. They just seem to get kind of worn. Um, those darn toughs. And they have the different levels. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if people know this. Yeah, light, mid, heavy. Yeah, the light, mid, and heavy cushion. Mm-hmm. And then they also have the different level of the of the height. Mm, so key. there's, like, the low, like, right, like, you know. Mid. Mid. And then there's, like, right below the calf. Over the calf. And then there's the knee high. Mm. So I like to kind of rock the ones that go to right below your calf mm. for the hiking. And they're, like, the mid-weight. Yeah. Mid-level ones. And then I have the heavy one that goes up to my knee. Um, that I'll use like for sleeping or just like extreme. Yep. It, you know the weather plunges. Compression. And that's mostly for compression. Mm-hmm. And I've said this a lot. Like I like that because it's 
it's just good for your muscles. You know what I'm saying? To have that compression no, and man. just kind of like stop the inflammation. Difference. You know, helps for healing and recovery. Yeah, in those hard days, tearing muscle muscle tissue and depleting your mm-hmm. muscles of of juice, and and getting that heat and the circulation and the blood it heals and yeah, it's it's critical, man. Yeah, I haven't found a replacement for my 4.0s Under Armors that I mm. had for like I don't know how long because they're so tight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying they just kept that tightness yeah. this whole time, and they're oh. kind of like a waffle. The inside's like a waffle fleece, and the outside is like a synthetic. They're not. They're not like merino wool. That's like oh, the those only, are those OG ones. Those are like the old school ones that just been holding up this whole time. Yeah. I would say they maybe have a hole like in the crotch area, but I still I think I had the wife sewn up because I just love those for for um, sleeping in or in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, you don't want to hike in that stuff. You just sweat. You know that um, Stone Glacier? I think it's Helio. Okay, I I haven't tried any of their stuff. I am a big fan of the um, the First Light thick thick merino. bottoms mm-hmm. base layer um and that's i mean but that's like i use that for like ice fishing like winter yeah and that's kind of where the helios are they're, they're not really tight they're not tight tight like something about those under armors man they're just like tight well it's compression man okay that's they're like by design form. okay i really like that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i really like that yeah no, that's kind of kind of cool you have like that old go-to piece that you just like never leave home without it yeah, that's Type just thing, like, you know. Yeah, and if something happens, like with you know your hunting pants or something, you could just hike out in those if you need to. You had to. to. I, I I bought a pair of those Helios uh, back in twenty or twenty one. I think twenty. Are those the full zip? Um, Not, that's like the latest. They have a zip. Or does they, it go they, all they the way zip. up? Yeah, uh, it does. It goes like. Like it goes like f- three or four inches from the bottom. Okay, and then like and then it, and then it's like a, like a vent. Oh, oh, it's like a vent. Yeah, so it's. Or like, is it more like to take your boots on and off without taking no, your boots no, off? No, 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 because it's a, it's like a skin. To, it's a it's a skin layer. Okay. Um, and it's weird because the they kind of do like a capri, so they're like over your ankle. Oh, they don't go so all the way like, down. You know, there's like a huge gap. From the bottom. Oh, okay. Well, they yeah. do that so that you're not having your sock and that inside of your boot. Right. So you can you you would, you would essentially if you were like wearing a um like a mid, you, it would go to the bottom. Or if you're doing like a like a long sock or even a knee high, and now it would just go over it. Okay. Completely. Yeah. So it's meant to be like kind of give you those options. I was looking at them the other night when I was packing. My, for the hunt this week and i was like fuck man like these are too heavy to wear like and hike around in yeah no way but is that almost like the the deal like with my first light ones where you're just gonna wear them maybe under your snow pants when you're going ice fishing that's what i got them for was for ice fishing originally because of the thickness yeah i was like man this is like a real winter Mm -hmm. layer but I did, I did consider like, man, like it would be kind of nice to ditch the base layer pants that I always bring and never wear. I think ever, yeah, and just bring those and actually like 
Almost like jammies. Those. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would definitely say when you. Do and then that. I'd have a base layer, and then I'd have like an extra like pant, but it'd be like super lightweight, like taking up no space. Yeah. It was already going to be a piece that I always bring anyway. Mm-hmm. It would just replace it with something a little bit more like I could wear them. Yeah, I think you know? for the fog neck. Oh or, no! Or they'll they'll come for that. When you're gonna be in some. Really I'm also gonna bring them moose hunting. I'm gonna go okay. ahead and bring them moose hunting. So when I spend in those days up there glassing. Yeah. And I don't want to wear puffy pants. I can like have like a thick, thick. Yeah, and I, I like to just rock that, you know, in the morning. You know, oh, when you dude. get up for moose and it's like five a.m. and you're just kind of like uh, getting, getting coffee, coffee ready and, yep. and you're mm-hmm. just in that. And even for that first initial glass, if you're only like going up a little bit to the point, or if you're not even if you're glassing from your camp, you know, or what I'm saying? just case, have those we sit on. For Twelve hours. I mean, you, you freeze your ass off sitting there doing yeah, nothing. Yeah, wear those things. Oh yeah, under the pants, and then I didn't bring them last gonna, year, and I regretted it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had to put puffies on. Now I'm all puffed up, and I don't really want to wear those if I don't have to. Yeah, I'm debating on those puffy pants, man, if I'm going to bring bring those. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. When you, when you get in a spot and you get on some sheep when you're not moving and they're not moving, and you just have to sit there, come on, man. You know stand, sitting on those cold rocks. Yeah. Got to have them. And that's nice because it goes over the yeah, pants. All of it. Over yeah. the pants, over the hiking pants. Yeah, you don't want to you don't that's just one of those things, man. Cause it's kind of a kind of an extra cumbersome, like bulky ish type item to bring. Puffy pants. Yeah. But oh dude, man. I, I it's like I'd rather not need them. And yeah, it's one of those. You know, you know the rather, cliche, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you, you'd rather I'd rather not need them than wish I had have them and not need them. Yeah, than, I know the spiel. I was just keeping it short. Like yeah. I would just rather be like, damn it, I hike these things around than that moment being like, dude, I wish I had those fucking pants. Yeah, like I can't take it anymore. I'm freezing. But if you had those, you could last another hour and a half. Yeah, just enough time. You know, it's like. Yeah, that's true. Saying, man. that's true. That's true. Got to remind uh, you of those scenarios, right? Yeah. Like you forget about it and then it's like Yeah. You're not out there yet. So you're still like in the city where it's oh, it's nice. It's this warm yeah, weather. Yeah, you kind of forget know? sometimes like that you're going to be on the side of this mountain and it's going to be hot. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> a couple of years back when we were pinned down by those sheep, remember, and we couldn't move. We were just laying there on our stomachs. Yeah. It was like thank God we had puppies on. Cuz yeah, dude, and and at the end I was shivering. That's true. In puppies, I was shivering because we were in the wind. The rocks were freezing. As we were just laying there, and it's like, dude, it's getting dark. Finally, remember we hopped up and like ran, like almost like ran back. Yeah. And we kind of spooked them, but they didn't spook off. But they just like, yeah. But we were there for like four and a half hours, just dead still, couldn't move because they 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 would have had us, you know. Yeah. But it was even in puppies, man. It was fucking cold. So yeah, if that helps you remember moving. to bring your shit. Yeah, I need to just think about that. Yeah. That just think about time. scenarios that you've done and could possibly do. And you've got enough now where you've pretty much covered all the scenarios. Yeah, it's on my list to bring. I, I think I think just when I bought mine, there's been so much improvement in that in those puffy pants now. Yeah. Where now they have like the full zip. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Mine aren't full zip. Mm-hmm. They're like just like the half zip. And they're not down. Mine are synthetic, mm-hmm. so they're not as compressible. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'd like to upgrade. I think. Yeah, I ended up buying a cheap pair, a cheaper pair. I got the Kings K 
King's Camo uh, XPG line. I don't know if you ever heard of I King's think Camo. The Patagonia one. I have those. Those okay. like ice fishing or fly fishing style. But I I got away from that because you can't. You have to take your boots off mm. to put those on, and like they're cool for like certain situations. But if you want to be like the on and off, yeah move like when i was up there with chad and like he just slapped his puffies on in two seconds and i had to like rip put everything out of my bag and like yeah. take my boots off and i'm like hold on uh, t- 12 minutes later i got my puffies on finally yeah it like, becomes one of those yes it becomes one of those things where you got to be knowing that you're going to stop you're going to glass and just have them in that outer pocket and you're just going to throw them on mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying or so you you're peel ready. them off when you're ready to go hike again yeah so i ended up getting a set 800 fill nice yeah, I would like some down ones. The zippers are kind of whatever. Like, you know, they were inexpensive. I was like, you know, I want to upgrade. Um, I really want those Kafaru ones. Like, those I, want are, the, I want those bad chickens, dude. Like, I want the Stone Glacier ones, I think. Those are nice, too. Because they're so, comp- like, that I like Kifaru the abrasion-resistant yes. patch is Actually, the Barney's, Barney's one. Those, too. The, the yeah. branded Barney's ones. Yep. My brother has those. Um, oh yeah, those, those are, fucking, are freaking money, dude. Yeah, like, that's, that's, that would be the one. That's like moose to like winter style deer. Like, oh, yeah. oh man, yeah, you could sit on like wet. Yeah, because they have the patches. Like you put shit. the like cordura on the knees mm-hmm. and on the butt, all and the reinforced the areas. Yeah, where mine doesn't have that. Mm. Like I gotta be careful with mine. Yeah, they're like one of the first. I mean, I bought those a long time ago. I think they're Mountain Hardware ones. Um. But yeah, I'd like to look into that. So bring your puffies, pants, or just maybe I'll go buy some new ones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kevin, Daniel's on his way. I'm man. on the way, man. I'm on his way. <laughs> but that's the thing. I like the Barney's ones a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. But I also like those other ones that are just more compressible and down and small. Do you need both? Nah, I don't no. Know. No, 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 no. That's a tough. Choice. Yeah, Eric was like blown away, and he's like. You just wear one pair of pants? I'm like, yeah. The whole time? Mm Mm-hmm. One pair. Like, you'd be surprised, man. They just, they work. Yeah. You know, you'd be fine. I'm going to rock my very first attack pants. I'm going to rock those this year. Uh, Yeah. Because, you know, I always run those those, uh, timber lines. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's got got the reinforced rear and the knees, and it's got all the... You know, mm-hmm. it's thicker, a little heavy, warmer. Yeah. And those have been tried and true, man. Like, those things have been fucking yeah, great pants. Yeah, those are pants. really nice pants. But, uh, you know, I've been, I've worn those uh, Kuyu attacks, and they've been around forever, right? It's like. That's like their that's first like a number staple, one seller. staple, like, one, you know, one of their top selling yeah. products. And. Uh, those are my favorite, like, camping pants. Yeah, Eric got me those for my birthday this year, and I've worn mm-hmm. them half a dozen times, and I'm like, dude. Are they green? No, he got me the charcoal gray. Okay, yeah, same ones I got. Yep, and uh, I was like, dude, I'm I'm fucking I'm bringing these things, dude. I'm I'm gonna like give it a shot because I didn't know they were so thick. I didn't realize they were so like yes. thick, rugged. The zippers, like you know, seeing them and then actually wearing them is like different. Yeah, I, I, you've taken them hunting year after year after year. Those are my and they like, they, they hold up, man. They hold up. Yeah, those like gray ones are the yeah. sheep pants. My first year, I had a black pair, and now I've kind of made those my camping pants because I got like a fire hole in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're they're strong enough to withstand like shale climbing, and where you've got to put your knees on stuff, and you're like crawling around. Whereas sometimes, like um, 
my first light ones, I feel that are like lighter for summery times, maybe like Kasugi, you know, yeah. couples hikes, yeah. stuff like that. Just summer pants. Um, Barney has his pants, which we've talked about before. That Those are really nice, but they're not quite as thick. Yeah. They're not quite yeah. as thick. I think they're perfect for like, like in between. early. Yeah, they're in between, which they're really, really nice. I, yep. I've kind of used those as my camp. Oh, those are too. badass pants, though, man. You slip a pair of rain pants over there. Over, yeah. Over those you're, bulletproof. You're, yep, you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really comfortable on those. And those are almost between like that first light pair I have and the attack. They're like right in the middle. Mm-hmm. But I really like those. And, man, he did a great job on those. The articulation and the, and the zips and everything yeah, is beautiful. I'll have, me a, I'll have me a pair of those before too long. Yeah, those are really, really I nice. I can see wearing those at like Moose Camp every day, day mm-hmm. in and day out. Yeah. Over a pair of like thin thermals and just whoosh, Yeah, those are throw nice. Throw those on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really nice. What about you? New something? Yeah, I, mean, I was thinking about that when we were just bullshitting before the show. Um, I don't think I have anything new, dude. Oh, except for those puffy pants. Oh, I okay. guess that what I mentioned the uh, the XKG Kings Camo Kings Camo is like a, I never heard of that. They're they're I think they're like a Western, you know, lower forty eight like. I don't know. It's like a, I could be like butching this up, but I'm just thinking like farm hunting, stand deer hunting, like camo yeah. outfitter, King's camo. It's like they, they make kind of like mid range stuff. It's not like yeah. the upper echelon Kuyu. And, and I think their like XKG line is like kind of uh, some of their more like technical gear. Yeah. But it's, you know, I think they got like, you know they're not they're not doing anything really innovative in terms of like creating something new like the Kuyus and the Sitkas and First Lights of the world where yeah. they're like developing new shit all the time. But um, they which, were which man kind of gets annoying, dude. Like like when we were looking at the Sitka jackets the other night. Yeah, you know when we had Eric in here. Yeah. And they don't even offer the same jacket that you had, which was a, the Kelvin light. It was just the Kel- original the, Kelvin. The Kelvin, and mm-hmm. now they have a new. And sometimes I feel like some brands, just, man, they have so many. You're like, how do I I know, we were all confused trying to figure out which one, because I'm like, oh, they have the Kelvin, then they have the Kelvin light, then they have the Kelvin arrow light now. And it's like, wait, which one's which? And now the Kelvin light is that 900 fill, like, badass, like, heavy duty one but mm-hmm. that wasn't what it was called before i don't even think they offer that jacket anymore yeah. that original kelvin like yeah. heavy fucking yeah. pr- primaloft one yeah their new one is the blend right it can get a little frustrating i guess when you're like trying to find a thing yeah. and you're like, i mean oh. i think it's cool I oh think no, it's, it's, still it's cool. innovation and like growth i mean they're they're doing what you're supposed to do and yeah but i also like, like where it's like these are our tried and true, like yeah. Keep making the thing that works and still make your new shit, but offer yeah that that like tried and true piece that like had to be a top seller, had to do great. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Nothing there's wrong. a reason why they don't, but it yeah, is who knows? Hard. There's, there's supply. It's hard to demand. be like, yo, bro, this jacket is the one, the one, and they're like, oh, they don't make it anymore. Like, yeah, sorry, man. Like, I guess you got to get on like eBay <laughs> marketplace, maybe find one. <laughs> And find the next. I mean, the innovation is is really nice. Yeah. 
I mean, and even like now, even DWRs innovations, like where they're putting that, you they're know, that layer. It it's just like, and I've come to the to the conclusion that I will never wash my rain gear. I try to never wash it. If you can help it. If you can help it. Mm -hmm. I think that that just, over time, ruins it. No, no doubt. I mean, even if you're washing your stuff with the Nikki Wax rain gear, like I just washed. Yeah, Rena the gear Rena's aid. Gore There's a couple yeah. of different ones mm -hmm. out there. Yeah. You still, it's just not the initial. Yeah, once you thing. remove that DWR coating from the factory, it's never the same. No. I don't care. And, and and that goes, I mean, I've proven it with that with that Yukon jacket, which was bomb proof for the first, I don't know, eight years. Yeah, or yeah five years for sure. But then right? after you wash it and then you treat it with a thing and then you spray it and then you do it again and you wash it's it and you spray same. it and all that. It just something happens. It just kind of, I mean, wears. It just wears. Well, there's that too. I think, you know, if you have a new piece, and you don't wash it for even three years. You're talking about not washing it, but you're crimping it down and brushing it on brush and, mm. you know, crawling around on rocks and scratching it all up. Like you might not tear the material, but you do like scuff up that coating. The coating can only, it only has so much abrasion resistance where it isn't just going to eventually like, yeah, yeah, and rub we, off. I mean, it's just. You, you get on in on and off a four wheeler enough times, you know your legs are rubbing on your seat and stuff. It's yes, like, just gonna happen. And the same yeah. thing we were talking about before we started recording with the puffies. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, yeah, that was funny you brought that up. There's gonna be one of those sections, one of those baffles that that down in there is clumped, mm -hmm. or it's moved to one side. And you just can't get where you'll, you just can't get it to be fully puffed in that section. And I think a lot of times it happens in the shoulders. Mm -hmm. Gravity does the work, and there it just kind of like sinks it down, it and down. it doesn't like puff up the same. And so then next thing you know, in your left pack or whatever, it's just like fabric. Well, There's no flat. like puffy there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I've even found that with like my blanket at home. We have a really nice like down blanket mm. that we use. Um, Watch your movies and stuff. No, for sleeping, for sleeping, I have a really nice down blanket. But right where the sec, the the baffling, the squares that are like by my head, right where your arm, where I'm always putting my arms, I'm always grabbing it, pulling it up. It just seems like it's not puffy right there. Like the majority of it is just the mm -hmm. material, and then all the puff is like on the little edge yeah, of squished it. Out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes that seam that that's breaking up the baffles has a hole in it or breaks apart and then that down moves into the next layer. So then that second baffle is like super puffy. Yeah. And then you just have like fabric, right? You know, right on this section, wherever, wherever it gets worn, which is like, it just happens, Yep. you know? Mm -hmm. So is it time for a new one? I don't know. I feel like it's still going to get worn. Mm -hmm. And I, and I feel like all this good gear that I have, I'm just going to like pass it down. You know, once oh, the, yeah. once your kid gets old enough, just keep it in your closet. I mean, you never or, know and, when you have like a friend or a yep. family member visit, and they ain't got shit. Yes, it's like I got like this old stuff, and it's still yes gonna take care of you. Yeah, so yeah. like like my uncle, you know, he's coming up, and and mm -hmm. he's from you know Jacksonville, and they don't have anything out there, 
that he's going to need up here. And I was like, no, don't worry about it. And he's going to be, be cold even when he's bundled. Yeah. Right. You know how folks are acclimated yeah. Yeah, to, and, to yeah. the far south, you know, 75 plus with the humidity. They they get off the plane and they're cold. Yeah. And it's still 65, but it's not it's not humid. It's dry. It's it's not the same. Yeah. I mean, you just can't come from Florida to a moose hunt and expect to not get cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Got check. <laughs> Got check. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's take a second here. Let's I really got to pee, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. Barney specializes in supplying hunters with the absolute best Alaskan-proven gear on the market for some of nature's most rugged and demanding terrain. Whether you're headed to the remote volcanic islands of the Alaska Peninsula in search of a brown bear or the shale-infested glacial valleys of the Brooks Range for doll sheep, it is critical you choose the right gear for your dream hunt. Don't miss Barney's exclusive brand, Frontier Gear of Alaska, tested from the high mountains of Tajikistan to the extreme conditions of Alaska. These products were designed for high performance and durability. Frontier Gear was derived from decades of experience hunting big game in Alaska. Paired with other top brands, it provides you the absolute best gear selection anywhere in the world. Stop in at Barney Sports Chalet in Anchorage on Northern Lights or check out their custom website and reference tool at barneysports.com. Arbor Capital. Arbor Capital is based in Anchorage, Alaska, and it's your go-to wealth management company. Arbor Capital is at the forefront of digital assets and cryptocurrencies. If you've been looking to invest your hard-earned money or you just want to learn more about crypto, blockchain technology, or digital investments, give their website arborcapital.io a visit. What's great about Arbor is they provide a low-cost, transparent, research-based investment strategy for digital assets and traditional investments as well. ArborCapital.io is your first step in putting your money to work. Let one of Arbor's investment professionals walk you through your options for financial growth and security. Start investing for the future today at ArborCapital.io. Arbor Capital, your Alaska digital asset company. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. At Total Truck, you can find brands such as ARE, RSI Smart Caps, Goose Gear, iCamper, Front Runner, Rigid Lights, Rhino Linings Bedliners, and everything you need to outfit your truck or SUV. Alaska Overlander provides 4x4 vehicles and expedition trailers, custom modified for Alaskan adventures and outfitted with rooftop tents, fridges, and all the camping and cooking gear you need to start exploring. Visit them at alaskaoverlander.com. Spend $400 on them. Yeah. You know, they're like, good price point, give it a shot. I was looking for more like, you know, convenience to be able to throw on and off. Yeah. And so and I'll try them out. You know, every once in a while you find a really nice piece that's not one of the top end brands Brands that just happen to work good. The downside is like the zippers just aren't, you know, they're like the YKK or whatever those like, okay. you know, there's only like fucking five zippers in the planet that are even used or whatever it is. But some are just thicker and larger than and one thing about finding a piece of gear if you if the zippers are chintzy you know that kind of like says it all about the um piece 
Yeah, if they like, if they skimped on that part. Yeah, it's very else? much a red flag as far as like, oh no, because the piece can be sick, but if the zipper fails, now it doesn't seal up. It's still usable, but not to the functionality of what it's designed for. You yeah, know? yeah. But uh, and you'd asked earlier before the break. I was like, I think that's the only thing that I really have that's actually like new. And I'm like, wow, I've finally, you know, year six, I think. Of mountain hunting. Mountain hunting, which is a very short time versus or in uh, comparison to what some other old, you know, OGs have been doing it since the 70s and 80s. And they, you know, started with wool and more flannels and blue jeans and fucking bunny boots and extra toughs. And like, they just, yeah. they were wearing hell, all kinds of shit. I would never even think about wearing in the mountain, but it was, it was enlightening. I was like, wow, Hey, I didn't like spend a bunch of money on any particular thing. But next year, this year I'm, I'm definitely going to upgrade my pack. And I said, I was going to do that this year and I didn't. Yeah. So that I'm like, I know I'm going to regret it later. I know I'm going to regret it later. Yeah. Because I already know what the result is. I already know that how that feels. And it does the job, but it's not comfortable. So I'm already, like, fully prepared that I know I kind of, like, sold myself short a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm again, I'll deal with that. I'll be warm. I'll be dry. Yeah. I'll be all the other important parts. Yeah. I think but. next year I'm going to get boots. And I, I am due for boots. Boots in a pack, which is like, you don't want to buy those in the same year. That's not typically yeah, that's what you expensive. want to do. But, and, um, uh, I mean, Kevin has some nice new packs, man. His mm-hmm. his his Barney's one, and he, and he, and he was telling me um, that he's got some new, new, new stuff that he's going to do to his pack. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I want to say, I don't want to say 100%, but he's th- thought about doing something that was a little smaller mm. like not an expedition pack you know right. what i'm saying because his thing is like that's the one for like 10 day you know oh, you're sure. going for a long time yep you know you want As that expedition it's, it's pack. big yep he had some nice kafaru ones in there that were new um like that one that i think they made some upgraded upgrades to like the one that chad and and jake use they use that's the same jacket bag. um they've add like done a couple things of that one that kind of and that's another thing that Kufaro is really good at is is they're coming out with there's so many packs you're like, God, what is the which is the one? You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's kind of a lot. And Kevin does a good job of like narrowing it down and having mm-hmm. the ones in his store that you know are meant for here. I would say. Mm-hmm. Oh you know? yeah. 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 I mean, it's like what separates it, and we've talked about this a bunch of times. And anybody that knows that. The Barney's packs, man, you can put a moose quarter in it. That's kind of what separates it from the rest. Yeah. You know, like this Kafaro um, straight jacket, you know, it butterflies open and you can put a quarter in there and strap it down and do all that too. Yeah. But this being an external frame pack bag, it has the compartment specifically designed so that you could put the largest moose hindquarter in it. I'm yeah. talking like you put down an 1,800 pound. No, what are you taking that yours on the elk? Because those are huge quarters. Or are you going to borrow someone's Barney's? Um, 
You thought you that know, I, I have. I mean, it's designed to carry elk. The pack is. You got to use the load shelf, though. Yeah. But I've packed a small um, bull moose out with my pack. Okay. Where I was able to put all the quarters in it. I did. I was just one by one. Yeah. You know, I was just like one quarter after the other, and I was just hiking it from a spot to my four-wheeler, so I was only carrying it like a mile. Yeah. And it was a small bull. It was a very small bull. Um, and I was able to get the quarters in it. And I always kind of like thought with that that particular kill, I was like, oh, this is probably like what it's kind of like with an elk. Like yeah. it was probably smaller than a, a, a mature elk. I mean, I'm not – a full mature elk is a big-ass animal. Yeah, and you're going for a cow, you know, too. And, and, and they're big. I mean, they're big. They're still yeah. big I mean, you're back animals. to do it. Yeah, oh, totally. And so I'm, I'm good with it. I, I just – yeah, Barney's, a Barney's pack would be like money for that hunt. Yeah. Where you could put that quarter in there and still have some of your miscellaneous gear and stuff packed in the side compartments. And yeah. I'm excited for you to get a new pack. Yeah. I know, I know. you're kind of set on what you think you want, but in a oh, year I'm gonna, from now. I'll just go into it and like figure it out. It'll yeah, be, it'll we'll be try fun. them all it'll on be fun. and do it all, the whole deal. Because it'll be a transition from like my first time getting out there and like my first pack I bought and like all the innovation and the product development and stuff that has transpired in the last like six, seven years. Yeah. Even changes. Like so the, it'll be the like buckles. Is like yeah. Upgraded. Like that's the one thing about like, well, that's one thing about the pack I have now is the buckles are like thick and huge and like super heavy duty compared to what all the new ones are. But clearly that saves weight. Mm. And that was something that you could compromise and still get the performance you needed out of the pack. Stone Glacier, all these guys are going with these smaller, clips clips and buckles and they're they work just fine clearly yeah i mean a lot of guys are rocking it using them and putting them through the riggers so big heavier buckles are clearly not necessary however i've broken a buckle on a pack before and so i was like one of the things i was looking for was heavy duty buckles when i found them i'm like well you're not breaking these i don't yeah. care if they're a few ounces more but i think i kind of have that attitude about everything it's just yeah. a couple ounces just yeah, a couple so ounces Next thing you know, you're 78 pounds. That's why I'm 75 and you're 60. It's like, (laughs) all your shit's like an extra this, extra that. (laughs) Yeah, all those ounces equals pounds. It does. Um, So jumping right into the sheep hunt, um, my sheep hunt, um, I'm going with Jack and Jake uh, Cooper, who was on episode two. We need to have Jake back in, dude. Um, It's been a long time. uh, the doo-doo on fly, Instagram. Flying his ass off, too. Man, he's got the coolest Instagram. And all flies this. and flies and flies. He said last year he spent too much time in the boat. And I was like, well, shit, man, you're getting out. That was awesome. Well, that must this, be tough. Like, this, oh, I don't know yeah, if I'm going to go on the boat or the Super Cub. You year. could tell this summer he was flying. <laughs> yeah. He put the hours in the seat. And yeah. He flew. Flew, flew, flew. Yeah. So he's probably flying right now. Yeah, probably is. <laughs> So Jake, actually, he's going to meet us out there, which is super rad. He did his reconnaissance on what we knew already was there, but more mostly like can he land close enough to where we are, where we plan to be so that he can meet us, which he did this summer, which is really, really cool. He scouted it and actually put the cub on the ground and the whole thing? Yep. Oh, sweet. So so we're going to do – you know, a little ATV ride until we get to a point, and then we're going to hike in. We're only doing a week. Um, I, you know, I wish last 
year we i think we did eight days or nine days and we we were like oh we got to do 12 days you know next year i think and, you guys only did like six yeah it was like a week and i think yeah, we're doing the same ex- thing but we you know you go into that and you're like oh we need more days yeah and it just didn't happen there was um you know a wedding that that came up um and you know things happen yeah so whatever we're still gonna make it happen yeah you're gonna get a seven day hunt in yeah which is legit yeah oh okay all right who's it it's carmen oh (laughs) um so we're gonna go out there and jake's gonna meet us when he comes off the slope and and he knows kind of the area we're gonna be in and i'm sure he can spot us from the air um and he's gonna come in and join us which would be really nice if we have a ram down um it would be really nice if he could take the meat out and not have to pack yeah. You know, 120 pound yeah, do pack. A meat, do a meat transfer form and be like, see oh. you, Jake. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I, that's, that's, yeah, he'll, so be the, he'll be the first one to get a shower. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's, that's the very first hunt that Feels we good. got going on. And, and, you know, we're, we're, we're in the very, by now, we're, we're back from the hunt. So hopefully we got some, a ram, at least one, and we're hopeful to get two, um, out of there, but we'll be happy with, you know, no one get injured and just be nice and just have one. Yeah, of course. And so that's my first hunt is that sheep hunt. Yeah. And you're going, what do you leave the 14th? Um, yeah, it's the 14th. F- it's 14th. So we're already gone when you're listening to this and it's just one week. So it's the 14th and then we're back that following Sunday, mm-hmm. um, which was yesterday when this, when this podcast came out. So we're back the 21st. Unless things happen and we got to stay a little longer, mm-hmm. um, hopefully that could be good. Or that could be bad. <laughs> yeah, we were talking earlier about the logistics on that, and uh, sounds like it's you've a long got your drive. Work, work work cut out for you, and uh, on on just everything involved between you know driving up and flying in and every all of it. Yeah, it's a mission. Yeah, so one, so two days are going to just be logistics. Yeah, and that seems so, to always be the case. Yeah, like two no days where you're of going. Mm-hmm. two days to get in, at least two days to get out, depending on how deep you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that really cuts the hunting hunting days. You know, it's a three or four. Actually, yeah. on sheep. Yeah, I always figure if you could get five full days and nights, I'm talking like up in the morning. Tell the night when you go to bed, hunting days. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Not boom, traveling. No, five on like, the sheep. Yeah. You know, you know where they're at. You just got to get to them or, you know, hope, because when hopefully you're, they, they come to you or whatever. Yeah. When you're going from one spot to the other, you're still sheep hunting. You don't have to like be on rams to be sheep hunting. You got to just be. Yeah. But you're at the yeah. destination that you you're, you're expect in, you're to in be the, at. You're in the, the ram territory. You're in the, the sheep zone. country. You're in the zone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you think hunting will ever be on ESPN? No. Never? Never. Not like bass fishing. El Ocho? Mm. ESPN Ocho? Man, with today's society, I don't think so. I don't know, man. They got dudes knocking dudes out and girls fighting. Yeah, but it's not It's not hurting animals. That's true. That's the difference. You know, Yeah. killing animals can be... Something that you know, corporate sponsors are going to get behind and 
That's you know, true. networks are going to get behind and like pay for. I'm afraid. Now, obviously, you know, Outdoor Network for years and years and years had lucrative hunting shows on TV, and you could call that a sport. Yeah. They even did competitive stuff with like those, um, <clears throat> those pig, the pig hunting that they were doing overseas. Oh, really? Um, what is it? Pig fever or what was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, hog, yeah. hog fever or whatever it was. Yeah, that's right. Kind of did competitions really, and stuff. Yeah, like, I, I never got it. into it. No. I, didn't <clears> I tried and I was like, eh. I mean, it's cool. It's like precision shooting and it's it's a wild animal that, that that's the game. Yeah, and I the think whole you're thing. right. And I think never. It just, never it swing just didn't back really. Yeah, no way. Mm-mm. Not until the power shuts off. Yeah, you got to have a hard reset to remind everybody how we like get food. Yeah, and then they'll be like, "Oh, that's why oh. you still hunt." Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's got to know how to get some food if they have to, and shit goes to hell. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's ain't gonna always be open, man. Yeah, if the power doesn't work, they can't uh, microwave a burger. No, <laughs> Newcastle shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking on that's just a Chad, weird, a Chad weird. brought those Newcastle burgers out. Oh remember? man, Did you see one Newcastle burger? I'm like, I never three three sixty looking around. Like, you have those here? Yeah, <laughs> just just toasted up on the <laughs> fire, dude. The fire. Oh my god, that was good. They were good. Well, that reminds me, man. I just watched a documentary. Um, God, what's it called? Anyway, it's about um, they call themselves uh, professional eaters. Mm. So it's basically about the rivalry between um, Joey Chestnut, I want to say his name is. And is he the hot dog guy? Yes. Yeah. And the other guy before him, Kobayashi, I want to say his name is. Uh, Tobias yeah. Kobayashi or something. And so Those I, guys are like. So they have that on ESPN. But it was like the nastiest thing to watch, dude. Because you don't realize that they made like a major league eating mm-hmm. league. Like the MLE. <laughs> And they have these events. They had like 50 events in one year where they're doing, you know, turkey, crystal. And that's what the White Castle burger thing reminds because they had like oh. a crystal burger thing, which is kind of like White Castle. Little. Yeah, the little burgers. And they have the mm-hmm. competition. And obviously, like Nathan's is like, you know, the Stanley yeah. Cup of yeah. of the of the eating competition. Right, right, yep. But you watch that thing and that rivalry, and you're like, man, these dudes – it is for one, it's disgusting to watch because I just Google them. They're ranked. They have, they have rankings. Yeah, Joey Chestnut number one. Number one. <laughs> but no, dude. Jeffrey Espar number two. Miki Sudo number three. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, like this dude who started all Americans it all. except for number eight. He's out of Japan. Well, the main guy Kobayashi was the main main guy who would win all the things, but he yeah. got fucked. Like in the late nineties, not to ruin the thing, but he kind of got fucked on his contract with Major League Eating, so he wasn't allowed to like. What? He wasn't allowed to like go back to Japan dude, and it do is shows MLE, there, bro. Yeah, it's MLE. crazy, dude. It's a whole thing. It's an entire thing, and they have comp- fifty in like one year. So I mean. And it's not just hot dogs. It's everything. Oh, Spaghetti. Crawfish. Burritos. <laughs> eggs. Bologna. Corned beef and cabbage. Asparagus. Cannoli. Asparagus. Watermelon. Asparagus. Oh, my God. Your piss pie stinks like oh fucking my God, dude. poison for a month. But the what, what really got me is, like, these dudes, like, train. 
like work their jaws with like Shoot weights and like rubber bands so that they can like and then they also get the technique of like for example on the hot dog deal how they would break the hot dog in half put the hot dog in your mouth dip the water in warm water because that absorbed the water more and then stuck it in their mouth and then go to the but even like the they would practice the movement of dipping and bring it to your mouth the timing of it the chomp four chomps next one like it's like a whole like like you know skill i guess a system yeah a system of like how they would do it and they would train and that's how joey chestnut was able to like finally conquer you mean 103 crystal burgers in eight minutes yeah no like beat the one because this guy was like just looking at a record it's like what a hundred of those in eight minutes oh my god dude yeah, Kobayashi's anyway. actually not on a lot of these records. No, because he 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 like oh, he left. I gotta throw out though, Kobayashi's like record, one of the like one of his records. This one's extra. So he ate seventeen. This is trivia. All of a sudden, in <laughs> it seventeen point seven pounds of what did he eat in fifteen minutes? You have three guesses. Mashed potatoes. Nope. Our hunting plans just discussion went way off topic. Yeah, sorry this, guys, but we gotta great. talk about this. No, keep going because <laughs> now I'm like you're never gonna you're never gonna guess it. Okay, um, so you got two left. Okay, okay, so not mashed potatoes. It's it's let's just say it's like not a typical food. Okay, it's an edible thing, but it's like mushrooms. Nope. All right. I'm going to say tripe. What is tripe? Like stomach lining? You are so close. That's a really good. Oh, brains. Cow brains. You got it. Cow brains. Dang. You got it the fourth try. But You know what? I'm going to give that to you. Because like an intestine is what I meant when I gave you that little clue. I'm going to be like, hey, man. Well, the only reason I know is because I watched the documentary and they show a clip of them. Kobayashi and cow eating brains. the cow brain. Oh my god, dude! I just like almost vomited just watching them. I mean, why is that? that a, why is that a thing to eat? And like part of the, like, you know, as you go like pancakes, jambalaya, pasta, fucking pizza. Like, why is what's cow like? Is cow brains a thing that people eat? Like, is that a regular thing? I don't. I guess Maybe. somewhere. And I, what I think what happens is there's Such there's these big hole. companies that. You know, for example, like uh, Tyson Chicken. And mm-hmm. so they want to host the chicken wing thing. And oh, then Crystal wants to do the burgers. burgers. And then So they're the big sponsor. They're the sponsor that's paying for their branded, like Nathan's, to do the hot dog thing. Damn. You know? So if you probably look through, it's all like specifically like this oh, yeah. burger or this pasta or this whatever, turkey, you know? Because that's someone's got to pay for it. But it's like huge. It's huge. It's huge, and and like they show that on ESPN. Like that's like a huge thing that they put on the Nathan's thing every year, which is just utterly disgusting. Yeah, I don't watch ever them. watch them. I just happen to catch like an ESPN Sports Center top ten highlight, and it's like one of those competitions where you know Chestnuts like broke his record for the most hot dogs, and I'm just like, dude, you must like shit your pants for a month. Like it's I wish be so hard on your intestine. Your they didn't system. talk about it, dude. I was hoping in the documentary. Oh, they that, didn't. That they would be like, so what's it look like the next day? Are you just in the 
bathroom for fucking 24 hours or what what's going on but they didn't talk about that which probably i mean that's nasty enough just like what these dudes are doing and then when you see them do the turkey (laughs) when they do the turkey it's like a whole turkey they show this clip and they that's do like a time There's lapse. like strategy, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah, dude. And they're just like, this dude's just like, just like mow in this thing. It's like, oh my God, dude. It's gross. Dude, I'm, I'm looking at some images of like the cow brain thing. It's <laughs> so gross. I'm like, oh, uh, oh, and that was one thing that oh uh, Kobayashi thing. He's like, the thing that you have to train yourself is to not like shut off like the texture. taste and the smell. Like, don't smell. And don't taste because, you know, who likes the flavor of some of that stuff? Like, obviously, cow brains or like asparagus, I can have, you know, five or so. But uh, I'm not eating, you know, 15 pounds. I just, why cow brains, man? Like, I don't, <laughs> I just, is it, can you like fry it up and it's good or something? Like, it's I gotta mean, be something. It's gotta be something. I mean, I see there's like a, like there's a, a gal that makes like a sandwich with cow brains. Mm-hmm. It's like it looks good, even cooked. It looks good, but it's just bizarre. Well, maybe we'll get that sheep bizarre. brain out here, and- <laughs> dude. Man, yeah, dude. It's just like I don't know, man. Uh, it's just kind of all right. We're gonna go ahead and switch gears and get yeah, out of there. Yeah, but sorry, guys. I need to get out of that hole. hole. That was just. <laughs> That was a major that one, rabbit hole. It was. It was. Um, we were talking hunting plans. Yeah. Okay. So from that, I'll just go run through my plans. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. No, so, I've, I've, so I'm doing the sheep. All your plans are really interesting. And then literally, you know, f- four days after that, um, I have a combo. Carrot. Oh, your turnaround time is that tight? Yeah, it's pretty tight. Oh, man. That sucks. It's pretty tight. I have. I only say that because, man, that's stressful. It is. It's so awesome on the calendar and the thought. And then having done that a couple times over the years, it's like, yeah. I, I, I mean, not sucks to sound negative, just like, man, like you, is, must, I know. Yeah. you must have like, you, you obviously have a good plan in place and like how you're going to handle it and yeah. the wife and the family support it. I mean, I got it, the, the gear thing, list like, out like, yep, and, and, and like, what makes it even um, a little bit more stressful, but yet a little bit more exciting is, like I said before, I got my uncle who's coming up from Florida. That's true. You do a full gear shift on like your your hunting party and like the kind of hunting it's going to be. Yeah, and then I got my uncle yeah. who's, who lives in Soldatna mm-hmm. who's going to come too, and and they're both very new to hunting. Um, so I'm taking them to something simple. You know, I got a Unit Thirteen Caribou. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just going to kind of do a combo. Poppy coming? Um, my dad's debating on coming. Um, mm-hmm. I just talked to him today. I, I let him know like, Hey, we're not in the motorhome. <laughs> you know, we're going to be yeah, out it's there. The old, it's the old, it's the real old school deal. way. Yeah. We're going in the tent. So you let me know sooner than later if you're coming and you're all, of course I would love my dad to come. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. So it might be four Get of us. It might up. be three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I might, Josh, Josh might come with us. Bootsy. Yep. Because yep. he's got that caribou tag in his pocket too, um, so our goal is to is to um, hit one of the trails out there. I'm not going to say which one. Um, you know, on on Old Denali Highway, you know, you could guess. You know, out of the however many trails there are, um, we're going to hit one of those up and go back there and set up camp. You know, for five days, and um, tr- 
try to get that caribou, which is, you know, we got to get that caribou right away on the first day because of the quota numbers. Um, so that'll be step one. And then we'll hang that meat up if we get um, lucky on that. And then we're going to moose hunt the rest of the time and then bear hunt too. I'd really like to get a black bear. Oh, man, out of there. Good, good area to get one with the um, blueberries. Yeah, so that's that's kind of my main main mm-hmm. deal. Um, and then I believe like my uncle is going to proxy for my dad if my dad doesn't come with the caribou. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get a moose. Um, you know, so it's just going to be a really cool family, uncle nephew trip, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about. I'm I'm going full. It's going to be a treat for them. I'm going full like guide mode. Not that I'm a guide, but like yeah. I'm supplying the tent. I told them I'm buying all the food. I got yep. all the logistics. They just show up. I said just bring the stuff that's going to keep you warm. Mm-hmm. Your sleeping bags mm-hmm. and your boots. And I I gave them the entire list, which is probably daunting because I have the whole list. You know, like yeah. all like group items. You know, mm-hmm. personal items, food items, and it's just like you know. In a text string, it's like three scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I was like, I you guys just worry about being stuff. warm yep, and dry, yep. you know, and I'm just going to take care of yep. all the other stuff. Shelters. Shelters and, and all that stuff. Yep. And, you know, we'll get them in there and shoot the guns and make sure they're all good to go. Um, I'm very excited for that, dude. I'm a little, like, nervous because I'm not going with anyone that, as as well, Josh is pretty experienced. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. He's not one hundred percent set. I do hope that he comes. I'd really like yeah, someone else I, to I, be I'd in like there that too, man. Would, he's been dying to go on a moose hunt too. Yeah, and Cisco's mm. Cisco's in the air meeting us out there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm totally open to those guys coming. Um, That'd be perfect. Yeah. So so that's that's going to be a beautiful trip, especially if we are successful on the ram. And then we come back and we got the caribou, which I'm highly hopeful on mm-hmm. at least getting that caribou. Mm-hmm. And then if we see a moose, we see a moose, we see a bear, we see a bear. And to me, th- these dudes are just going to, they're going to love, especially my uncle from, um, my uncle Francisco from Fort Lauderdale, or not Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I mean, he's going to be, if anyone's ever been out there on Unit 13 on any of those trails, it is just amazing. Yeah. You're going to see game. Scenic. You're going to see animals. You're going to see weather. And just even if we get nothing, oh, it'll be it's fun. something. Yeah. It's going to be just nah, a beautiful, you guys are gonna have a ball and amazing. Yeah, you know, we're gonna, we'll have the Family. beers flowing, and we're mm-hmm. going to be having the fire and the tails, yeah. and like I've never spent time like that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very excited to like take the lead and do that for them. And we're like already planning next year, like what well, we should do. Like they want to go on a float hunt. Because oh. they've been seeing, of course, they see the pictures and the videos mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I was like, okay. Well, they're like, well, we thought we were doing that this year. I was like, well, no, it takes a lot more prep to do something like that, and that's not happening. Yeah. I was like, I got to take you guys time. out and, on and a little five-dayer and see how that works and see how you yeah, yeah. and then we'll yeah. go from there. At least you can, like, shit goes weird, you can go back to the truck. Mm-hmm. Once you get on the float, you're kind of, once you're out there, you're out there. You're not. Yeah. You're not going back out to the truck. You got to finish it. Yeah, there's just way more variables mm-hmm. on that. But you know, I'm saying I'm open to taking them on all kind of stuff. And my my other uncle, he's pretty in shape, and he was talking about a sheep hunt and going. I mean, obviously, he wouldn't be able to. Well, the cool, the really cool thing is, is that my uncle in Sodatna, there's the in Alaska. If you are a direct relative. 
you're allowed to hunt. So he'll be able to get a moose. Um, he'll be able to get a couple of permits because he's with a direct family member. Hmm. Are you sure it doesn't have to do non-resident? He'll be non-resident, but he doesn't need a guide. Oh, he doesn't need the guide to hunt for moose. Yes, because well, he's going with a family member. Well, it doesn't matter. You can. The only thing you need guide for is sheep and brown bear. You can hunt. Yes. Non-resident, over-the-counter harvest ticket. Okay. For yeah, non-resident. But I'm, I was saying, because later on he was talking about a possible sheep hunt. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, but you're saying he doesn't have to be? He will. I mean, he'd have to go with my other uncle. But, like, there's a family thing there. So, like, it okay. kind of makes a little yeah, thing yeah, easier. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really, really researched Dug that. into it, yeah. Dug into that, mm-hmm. but I just know that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Basically, because I've heard, like, you know, Ronella comes up and can do this kind of sheep stuff because he's got his brother. Yeah. That lives here. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, direct, that was just direct like family my, member. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's something I don't know if people knew about that, but that's that opens a couple more options. Sure, sure. You know, not having a guide. Um, and then after that, after that hunt, it's Weekend Warrior, um, mm-hmm. me and you um, doing some stuff that's closer. Um, yeah, we haven't got a chance to really do any of that over the – Last few years, yeah, because, and I'd love because, to go. You know, take off a Friday, things. go to Sunday, mm-hmm. go to some of these places that are within you know two hundred miles mm-hmm. um, from Anchorage, and just go out there and and whoever can come that weekend, and just go out there and mostly just be out in the woods and be out in the mountains mm-hmm. and see if we can't you know get a moose. Um. So there's the weekend warrior stuff. And then after that, you know, I don't, I'm not sure I can go on that elk hunt yet. Yeah. But if that doesn't happen, then I was talking with Eric about doing mm-hmm. a deer hunt. Yeah. Um, and going out in the sound and, and trying to get some deer and yeah. go up to some of these places that we've been before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I know Jack too is trying to go do, do some of that stuff in their boat or Jake. Um, and that kind of wraps it up. Yeah, me. yeah, that get, that pushes all the way past in October, November, December. Yeah, you know, which gets kind of tough because like you can squeeze a weekend in here and there in those those time frames, but everything's so weather dependent, especially when you're going out on the sea. It's pretty yeah. hard. It's like lock in this date. It's like no, there's no locking in dates. Not not winter hunting. No, no not Mm-mm. deer hunting. You're just kind of like got to be ready for that open yeah weather hopefully the kid doesn't the kids don't have a sport or a thing or there's you know everything's kind of has to line up has to be like a star alignment kind of thing for you to squeeze those in oh speaking on that the deer Mm. stuff i did mention to my brother-in-law about your deer neck Mm. he said you had available he'd love to cook that up oh i have a a beautiful black till like a big bastard he does he's really good at cooking that stuff and he'd really like Mm. to do some deer neck tacos oh It'd be really nice if we did. Uh, maybe we'll do it for like my birthday or something. That'd be Just fun. Just have like a big thing and make yeah, him cook. Whatever like big cook off we can do with a group. Yeah. It, it. I'm just looking at the piece of meat. Like I'm thinking it'll feed like twelve people, mm-hmm. and there'd be shit tons of food. Yeah. And that would be perfect. Would be like something in a slow cooker or on a smoker and in a slow cooker yeah. or something. Well, he's been involved in, in restauranteering and restaurant stuff forever mm-hmm. um, and around chefs and all that. So he likes to really experiment yep. with things like that. And I've never had, I mean, he 
would probably think he, he's a big critique on himself, but everything he's had has been Oh, his food's amazing. I've, amazing. I've had the pleasure of having a few of his, you know, creations. Yeah, he's especially really the meat good parties and stuff, and it's like, yeah, he's like next level. Yeah, like so, artistic. So about I'm it. excited, and thank you to you for even offering that up. Oh to man, like, to share yeah, I found up. it in the freezer, and I'm like, yo, this isn't just like I can thaw this out, and me and the kids and the, the wife too and kids much for eat. Just, oh my god, no, that's, that's a huge thing. Needs to be like a piece. It's like it's almost like a turkey. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's its own it, thing yeah. to eat. <laughs> Yeah, so maybe we could do something. Actually, that's a pretty good idea. If we, if we, um, I don't know if there's someone's birthday or something coming up. Yeah, we'll and figure we can it out. Just do a, yeah. a big. Just know I got deal. that bad boy in my freezer ready. Oh to yeah, go. yeah, I'm excited to feed the masses. Um, but, uh, let's take a quick one and we'll come back to your plans. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. The Treehouse AK, your one-stop dispensary located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because, honestly, there's always something good on deck. And, guys, listen, this is where the culture lives. At the Treehouse, their dedication to servicing consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture. They're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever value your budget affords, while always maintaining the deep-rooted principles that have carried them this far. Their focus is on relationships over transactions, and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at thetreehouseak.com, and remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Tailored Restoration, 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time, day or night. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Make an appointment today at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Since 2008, Serrano's is Anchorage's own new generation of Old Cocina. Their menu showcases the passion and love of their rich heritage and unique family recipes that have been passed down through the generations. Serrano's goal is to embrace and display trad flavors using the best ingredients that are available. They focus on making everything from scratch daily. In-house menu includes handcrafted corn tortillas, salsas, carne asada, and chorizo. But don't take their word for it. Experience their tradition and sabor for yourself. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights, both with new tequila bars. Check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Connoisseur Lounge, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. The Connoisseur Lounge is Palmer's first locally owned and operated cannabis retailer. Their beautiful store is located at 226 Evergreen Avenue. The Connoisseur Lounge has exclusive cannabis products such as Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and one of our favorites, Sugar Cookies. And if you're not into the flower, the connoisseur can hook you up with edibles, vape supplies, and a ton of CBD options for all your health and inflammation needs. Check out their daily deals at theconnoisseurlounge.net, or even better, stop by the lounge today. Remember, you must be 21 years of age to enter their store. Um, thank you for everyone that has been using our promo code Alaska Wild for um, Heather's Choice um, stuff. Um, that's really helpful as you're out there, like, you know, looking for new stuff. I mean, Heather has, you know, she has a bunch of new recipes and packaroons, different flavors and all that stuff. And, and she's been increasing her different, uh, her palette of stuff and mm -hmm. rebranding and all that stuff. So, um, if you are looking for stuff, you know, the promo code, um, 
Alaska Wild and you get 15% off. You know what I'm saying? That help us. That yeah, helps nice us, shout that helps out, man. Out. Yeah, yeah, man. I, mean, I haven't given her a shout out. In a no, bit. I was just thinking about her the other day, um, packing, you know, getting a bunch of my freeze-dried food out and going through all my different stuff that I have. I get, stock it up over time. and I still have some bison chili. And, oh, man, I got that cocoa cherry. Oh, the Breakfast, nibs? I have one of those still. The nibs. That's like I'm a dessert. Like, so sad. I think it's a breakfast, though. Have you tried any of the um the I just I saw that like peak has like a peaches and cream. I've never tried any they have of like the desserts. Like a brownie something. I've never tried any of the desserts. And then I know yeah. that some people have like an ice cream thing. Mm-hmm. I've the ice cream sandwiches yeah, and the, the cobblers and all of it. The crumbles and never. <sighs> Man, I gotta pick some up just to I like just don't try like it. I guess I don't think that like I'm gonna carry another like a like, I'm going to have three of those meals in a day. Yeah. I'm going to have a breakfast, a dinner, and then I'm going to have, like, an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> like, I'm going <laughs> to... I guess I'll just eat, like, a little like a little Reese's peanut butter cup or something I, for my dessert, you know? Like, I'm not... Well, uh, you know, I was talking <laughs> with, with uh, Jack, and he's, like, he brought up a different brand um, that he wanted to try. I, I don't... I forget the name, and he's, like... And with those, it's, like, you don't trust it because you haven't tried it. But he's, like, we're just going to do it, like, as an hors d'oire. Like as a like an appetizer, oh, you know? just give which it is a good idea. Yeah, because totally. you could bring like one of those dessert ones, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you bust that thing out. Oh, everybody will have a bite of Everyone it. Everyone have a bite of yeah, it. Yeah, they'll put their spoon in there. Like, yes, yeah, <laughs> let's try this. <laughs> just hold their spoons, ready to go. <laughs> just waiting, watching mm-hmm. it. Um, so yeah, wash big, it down with a cup it, of coffee. Yeah, yeah. So big shout out to them, and then I, really quick before you get into your um, your plans. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a lot of new merch coming. Check out the website. Um, we did place an order. When you're listening to this, we probably placed an order about two weeks ago. And as as everything, it's delayed and you wait on stuff. <clears throat> but um, we got a bunch of new hoodies coming, a bunch of new T-shirts. It's been a major problem with the hats. So we're still working on that. Hopefully by the time yep, this comes out. It. Working through it. Um, so thank Same you for the people. Yeah, thank, thank you for the people that are buying the latest um, camo camo hoodie mm-hmm. um we still got some of those left wearing one tonight yeah there you go looking good in that that's a nice that's yeah, a, it's i like that it's comfy yeah yeah um so and we got some other ideas for some cool stuff um so thank you for the people that have been just supporting that you know yeah. it's it's really cool to see people wearing it and mm-hmm. it's pretty much like all i wear <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i wear i wear something every couple of days for sure yeah yeah, and 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 don't forget too, Barney Sports Chalet. You know we give Kevin and Barney's a lot of love on this show. Um, you know we we support it heavily. Um, uh, Premier Outfitter here in Alaska. He has a display down at the store with Alaska Wild Project. We got our own little spot there. Um, he's got some of our beautiful, um, yeah. you know, gray and green hoodies and tees and hats and. Everything and, down there, so you can you can get our stuff um, through different several different channels. Yeah, and if you go there, you're not paying like the shipping and yep. all that stuff. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And I will say that my man is stocked. Like even as you're listening to this right now, and you're like, "Well, I'm about to go on my moose hunt, but I need this." Like, yep. don't go it. to Sportsman's. Don't go to Cabela's. Don't. Well, you can go, go there Bastard. and then see that they don't have it. Yeah. And you wasted a half 35 a minutes. Just go straight to Barney's. Mm-hmm. He has it. I mean, just check him first for sure. 
He has it. Like if you just want to be able to get, just do a one. Even the meals. Yeah. Even like we're talking no, about I mean, the dehydrated just, meals. Yeah. He, he's stocked on that. Mm-hmm. He's stocked on all that stuff. Heather's Choice. He's yeah. stocked on Peak. He's stocked on. Even if you're not going for a big purchase item, if you're just going for a re-up on a particular. Yeah. I, I mean, I was just, I was at, uh, I was looking. He doesn't sell ammo. So I was at, nope. I was at checking for ammo around and man these stores are depleted oh they are they're oh, depleted yeah, on everything sense. on everything mm. so it was a nice little influx here or there was some ammo available no i mean ammo they got but i'm talking about like i was just glancing around at like looking at the meals and i was like man they oh, oh that stuff gotcha like all this like the little last minute item you might need mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um because I, I was looking for i was looking at different gas cans um gas cans like like fuel cans? yeah like fuel cans oh dude they fucking suck they 100 percent suck and I, every time <sighs> i go and i talk to the people like why do they keep coming out with a new stupid nozzle like can we just get the one that connects and pours like i don't need a safety yeah. not i'm not a child yeah they're trying to like limit spilling and yeah. environmental impact but like those things are just it like makes it worse because then does. you have the little clicky thing that clicks on the spout mm-hmm. and then that comes off and the next thing you know you just like spill all over your chair mm-hmm. or whatever and you know and i finally went with the vp racing one. Oh, nice i'm just like a race can that's the one yeah mm-hmm. and they didn't have it anywhere yep. the only place yep. they got it at is napa <laughs> on spinard that's it i went everywhere I looked everywhere. Lowe's, Sportsman's, Cabela's, um, Shucks, some of the racing stores, Honda, Walmart, Target, Lowe's. <laughs> I mean, I did the full run around. I was like, someone's got to have this thing. I knew I seen it somewhere. Mm. And they were the ones. <laughs> Little nap, the closest store to my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They had it the whole time, dude. Just stocked up. Yeah. And what I like about those, you know, just a little tip is like the they're uniform shape. They're like almost smaller on the bottom as yep. every other gas can. And they come up flat on one side. So you could put two of them mm-hmm. right next to each other mm-hmm. and take up less space than two of the regular red yeah. cans that are awkwardly like. Yeah shaped and yep because when we went on the um you know I, and i'm looking at this as like i'm trying to outfit the six by six yeah you, know, you like, saw my brother's six his cans i seen that and i and i seen other dudes and i was like that's the one i already knew that was the one yeah but it just sold me because the shape of it <coughs> the shape of it is doesn't like a lot of space doesn't take up a lot of space it's more high than it is wide mm-hmm. and it just if holds you got a bed compartment it, it makes a lot of sense yeah and then it has the um the flex yeah, long, long tube neck. that goes in there, mm-hmm. and there's just no bullshit, dude. It's just like yeah. perfect, man. Yeah, it was yep. perfect, and I didn't realize that they sell different ones for like water, mm-hmm. um, you know, fuel, diesel, what yep. different colored ones that are meant for different things, different fuels. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, man, that water one's kind of cool, like the blue one. Yeah, because it has the hose. I mean, we use the whatever the yeah, Walmart with the version, but yeah. it was just cool to know that they have those too. Yeah. So I went ahead and bought that because I had took the one where the nozzle. I was like, why did they even invent this? It's got this, like the dude? weird sleeved. Well, I thing. have like an old one. I was like, oh, I don't need to buy gas cans. I got like four in my shed and they all suck. Yeah. Like one of them, like you can't even put the nozzle inside. So it's like sticking up the whole time, all awkward, just like leaking all over the oh, place. Oh, man. It was the worst, dude. <laughs> 
And then like the clip, the stupid thing. I don't know if you heard me that morning. I'm like sticking it in the can, and they have the little clip that like opens the nozzle to let the gas out. Yeah, and you're yeah, supposed like to put on the thing, and, yeah. and it just snapped off, and the whole thing just went. And then I had to like physically with my fingernail hold it open <laughs> so it would go. So there's like gas all over my hand. Over yeah, there? dude, gas is all over my hand. I'm just like this stupid. I was like, and sometimes it takes that. You're just like, you got cold, so you're like, that's enough. I'm going to go buy a new sleep bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happened with the gas yeah. thing. I was, like, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I don't care. Like, yep. I try to save some money Yeah. and use what I had, and yeah. this is what I get. Yep. So I'm gone. Yep. Trash. Yeah. Right? Went with the, with the Oh, race no, cams. but then I was like, I was like, oh, well, maybe they have just like the replacement nozzle, like the nice nozzle. It'll suck too. Even worse, dude. Even yeah. worse. Yep. And every single person I talk to, because you know, some guy comes up and he's like, "Hey," and I'm like telling him, he's like, "Yeah, man, they don't make them like they used to." Nope. Too many people, nope, caught on fire. That's <laughs> right. Just like, oh Spilled man, too much fuel. So he's and so they're just like, "Sorry, man." You know what I'm saying? And like, finally, that VP one, I just, I'm so Went glad I it. found that. Uh, yeah, that's another showcase gear for you. I did. Bro, I just, you got, you got, I'm writing them down, bro. You just went full, yeah, full dude, send I, this year. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the one, man. That is the one. Well, I have the old red cans, but I've got the original good spout that has yes. the breather, breather built in. Okay. You know, like you got to tilt and it And it goes right. inside. Uh, there's, no, no, there's no sleeve or, or release. Red clip or, or no, thing nope, you got to, yeah. Nope. I have one of those. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that's and I, I took two on the trip, and I used the other one, and yeah, the like, rando, yeah, and I was like, this thing is. Garbage. My neighbor's walking by, and he, I got three of them. I just pulled them off the trailer and had them in the driveway, and he walks by with his dog, and so what's up, Bob? And he says, "Hey," he's like, "You know, those are forty bucks a piece, right?" Yeah, and I said, "What?" And he says, "Yeah, you get on eBay if you can find them. Those are forty fucking dollars." Yes, yes, I'm like, damn. Like, yes, and the good like, VP one is fifty bucks. It's like ten bucks more. Oh no, shit! Those, yeah, that's cheap, almost those. Dude. I thought it was going to be like eighty dollars. Oh, I thought they were hundred dollars at no, least. No, no, oh. they're the same price as like hmm. the shitty ones. Hmm. You yeah, know? I've got one of those. I just need a new breather for it. Never use it though. Well, now that I don't know, if the one I have is new. It's almost like the um, the water can. It has the twist on the back. Yeah, for the, the breather. breather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they've always had those. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's it's that's that's the way to go, dude. Yeah, you boys with your big one eight eight hundreds and one thousand fucking six by sixes chewing the fuel. Yeah, gotta have lots of gas. Mm -hmm. Lots of petrol. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's got the, it's like the old fiber in a way, but it's like more vertical and then has the breather on the back. Yeah, it's nice. And it just fits in the perfect little cube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and like all those product. new ones are like some are skinny, but they're long, and some are wide yeah. and f yeah. and fat, and you know, yeah, not happening. You, yeah, and I couldn't find any of the flat ones, like the Colpin. Oh, like the old Colpins. Yeah, I couldn't find that. Do they even anywhere. make those? They do, but I didn't. They're sold out everywhere. Yeah, because I thought maybe that would work mm -hmm. if I needed it, and I kind of been needing one because I keep one of those on the old uh, four wheeler. Mm -hmm. But after like fifteen years, it gets rubbed. It gets oh, like yeah. it's been expanded, and sure. you know what I'm saying? Because you got to mm -hmm. let let it breathe, and it just it's just like warped. It I got like rallied. duct tape on one part yeah. in case it doesn't wear it down. Well, those roto packs are, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Is like a roto pack. Yes, style. that's the newer version. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are nice, but I haven't seen them. 
I haven't seen them. I'm anywhere. just sure it's a supply chain. Yeah, deal. I should have got it a month ago before mm-hmm. hunting time. Yeah, I, I, w- I found while I was cruising around all, all the outfitter stores, like April, it was so stocked up, man. That's the time to get. Oh it, man, dude! Like, and there was no one buying anything yet. So it was like the, you know, the three, four weeks before the masses start. And I waited. You know, getting ready for Memorial Weekend and stuff. Dude, Sportsman's was loaded. Uh, I'll go to B&J's before we went on our um, our Winter King Derby trip. Loaded. Yeah. Like, you know, went and visited with Kevin, well, you know, in the spring, and he was loaded. Like, yeah. everybody loads up in the spring, dude. Like, if you're trying to get gear, tents, sleeping bags, pads, Water jugs, coolers, you know, color variations to choose from. Got to yeah. go in the spring. Yeah. Got to go in the spring. What was I going to say? Yeah. Might have thrown you off. We are still talking gas cans there for a minute. but I forgot. Yeah. It's gone. There it is. That's it. We will, We could go food competition, but we already covered that topic. <laughs> <laughs> Major League eating. Major League eating, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, the one thing I haven't prepared um, for our sheep hunt this week is uh, I don't really have, like, because um, I'm, like, on the fence if we're going to be able to, like, base camp and, ha- and be able to cook dinner or like, cook food. Like fire-wise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I think we'll have a night in, in the front or the back where we'll be able to do that. So I want to bring stuff. But I'm like, man, it's like it's so much easier if you don't worry about that shit and just bring the freeze dried stuff and and. But then I was like, I could bring some noodles and so I I'm not a hundred percent like locked in on like, I still feel like I'm just gonna bring a small cooler with like, maybe some steaks and some beers <laughs> just like frozen yeah and just to have. <laughs> That's like, I don't want to like get out of there and have a night where we could be having that yeah. You know, and instead we're drinking coffee and Bailey's and having a fire, which is still great. Yeah. If I could it's have such a nice steaks, to be able I mean. to do that. Like we talked about when we went on that moose float hunt, you know, like if we went mountain house. Oh, you'd be like, you'd have nothing on the boat. I've had a, a, like a thousand pounds less. Oh, yeah. No not that giant it, cooler. Not the giant cooler with the food and the ice and the fuel and the charcoal and the griddle thing and yeah just, you just, still this the steel fucking griddle oh that goes man over. dude you just be <laughs> you so put six ribeyes on it and yeah yeah no but you don't want to do that no no no, no. i mean it's just part of the fun yeah. of it yeah i was coming yeah. up with all kinds of meal plans for the moose on this year already man <laughs> i was like because i'm i'm going in we, we can, can get into that yeah, yeah we will we will so the, the sheep hunt's gonna be brief man this is like the shortest well, I guess it's not the shortest sheep hunt. This is probably the third time that I've done a mountain hunt that was just like a couple days. And it doesn't seem like it's very efficient that oh, I'm going to go just for three days. But if you can find a good spot and logistically you can get in there in a short time um, and the weather cooperates and you can get three full days in an area, you still got a shot. Yeah, right? you never know what could happen. Yeah, and so I kind of took that attitude into this year's preparation. And, you know, Eric and I uh, haven't done a, a mountain hunt together. So this is first go at it. And he's stoked and got some new gear. And he's we, gear crazy right now. Oh, he is. He's just geeking out so hard. But he doesn't have time to get everything he actually... Like, if he would have really geeked out on this like three months ago, he would have done the Scott Peters. 
Yes. And just been like, you know, $4,000 deep. But have everything he really But he's want. got it all. The color, man. the oh, exact he, size. Oh, i never seen a guy actually like do the full turnkey kit. Like all Scott, of it. Like, yeah. Especially like, after the first time we took him on that sheep or the goat. I think it was a goat hunt. Yeah, I wasn't with you guys on that. But and I have it on video, dude. The first thing this dude says, dude. Here? No, the first thing this dude says when he finally gets to the top, because it was me and Joe, and then he's coming with Carlo up. And it was a brutal day, dude. It was like oh, yeah. brushed. Oh, that fucking like, Vietnam pull out Vietnam of there. It's so the, gnarly. Then to the top, it's dude. It's just straight misery. He's just like walks through and it's like foggy and it started raining. He's like, Daniel, I would never fucking do this again in my life. Fuck this. Get me off this mountain. Next year, $4,000. Now this dude's going on like solo stuff. Like I hit him up this year because his plans got blown up because he was, he had planned to do like um, the the Brooks thing, the the Brooks Brooks thing that got closed up. Yep. And, uh, and he did a full pivot. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, Upper Huffman. (laughs) I was like, oh, you, okay. Now it's like that. Now it's like that. That's funny. But no, he was, he went all the, I mean, that's the way, I mean, he went in both feet, which is, which is awesome. And and he has a great job with, you know, IBW boys and can afford to do that. Or the rest of us peasants got to buy one thing a year for five years and be ready on the eighth year with everything. (laughs) I was like, damn, every, every time he got in his pack, I was like, damn, damn. He's just breaking Everyone's out just new things, breaking it out, man. I was like, God damn, bro. Uh, I meant to ask like, you. It took or, me like five years to get that shit. As we were uh, talking about your sheep home with Eric, mm-hmm. are you, um, what are you guys doing for the, for the? Uh, you don't have a reactor. Are you doing a yeah, jet Yeah, he's, he's got a reactor. Oh, he does. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got okay. two of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's got All one right. for the boat and then one personal. And I, I told him that he should just go ahead and bring his. That's all you need. Yeah, and then I'll I'll bring my extra down at the at base camp, and because uh, you know I usually bring my mine as well as a backup. I mean that's that pocket rocket is like you got to bring it. Yeah, it's nothing. I mean the pot's not small, but it's not heavy. It's still bulky, but but in a emergency, yeah, you could use that well, with the pocket with the reactor or any other little pot. Well, and I carry the. I carry the extra can of fuel in there too. I don't need the pot for that, but yeah. I'm just saying I, if I'm bringing that, I bring the the thing. But this time I don't think I'm going to bring it. I think we're just going to use his reactor. reactor, and then we're just going to go with like, yeah. you know, I'm hauling the TP and the game bags, and he's hauling the stove and the rifle. Like he's bringing the rifle. I'm not even bringing a rifle. I made a decision this weekend. I'm not going to bring a rifle. Just go. Which is which is kind pistol. of um. You know, nice. it's, that's ten pounds. No, I'm, that's great. I'm excited because my rifle is not light. Yeah. I have like a very heavy rifle. I'm not rocking a, you know. Did he buy a um, three pound rifle like that? Ain't me. A ground, uh, tarp like a nylon tarp or something. I have one extra one for him. Okay. Yeah, that's right. I got that's a few right. items that I'm just bringing, and he can try it out, and then you know he can buy shit next year, upgrade or whatever. Yeah. It's going to be kind of nice having a few. I have a few, like, doubled up items where he doesn't need to bring stuff. Yeah. That I, he can just use it. Otherwise, it's just sitting in the tote. But that's what's kind of nice about this shorter trip is, like, less food, the same gear, 
a good first trial run for him, you know, getting up there and like, you know, figuring out, you know, how to pack and unpack your pack, living out of your backpack. I mean, that's like something that you don't really know how to do until you've done it a couple times. Yeah, it's a, and, and you, even and still, I don't care how you pack it at home. It gets packed four or five different ways. Yep. Until you find the sweet spot, which is out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exciting. You know, it's fun. It's like it's it's. You know, you pack it, and it's like, man, doesn't has he feel done the, right. Well, he hasn't. He hasn't done like the full pack. I don't think he's actually like to see stuff that Barney. Well, he's he's rocking that big Barney's pack. Which oh, he's got plenty. Of room. He's not gonna even have enough gear to like fill it up okay. on this trip. So he's not gonna totally yeah. get the full effect of like that, like It'll be a good seven one. or ten day where you have that huge bag of food, which yeah, is kind of one of those things that takes up a lot of space. But it'll be the perfect like introductory introductory like i mean and it's no like slouchy hunt i mean we're gonna go up into the shit but it's just not as long so not as much food yeah he can you know figure out that the stuff he's bringing the gear the clothes where he wants upgrades and stuff like that like he's gonna have everything that's gonna do just fine but he could like just his learning curve We'll, yeah, we'll hit, well, you I know, mean, and it's that's, you don't know. That's exciting for me because I'm like I'm no like expert, but I've got enough under my belt and and done it because I, I kind of know what to expect. Yeah. So when he's going to be experiencing it new, it's kind of fun. It's fun, it's fun for, for me because it's yeah. like oh man, like I, it's always fun taking somebody that hasn't done some a specific thing. Yes, you enjoy it because oh, you're you're watching their enjoyment. Yeah, like, like oh, yeah. It, like, oh, you're suffering, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. Sucks, but it's worth it. Because mm-hmm. next year you're going to go 4K into the gear, so don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Heard that once. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So we'll go get that in. Um, it's four days total. Five if we get on something, and we, we kind of ex- plan on an extra day if we wanted to have it. So five, which is a respectable run. What's and nice is you guys are right away hunting. You're not doing. There's not really a two day on the front, two no, day on the back. No, definitely like logistic. We hope travel. to be hunting the night. Well, the next day that we get in, yeah. technically. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're. It's just kind of like I'm not. I've never been so so have such low expectations of getting a sheep than this hunt. Yeah, well, that's when it happens. Like, I'm just, well, and that's how it was last year, too. Yeah. I went in there with Chad with, you know, the whole thing was we were going to get his him a sheep, and then I come out with one. <laughs> so that would, no, that was just a reality check for me that, like, you know, be prepared that yeah. you might be the guy doing it. So have a tag and, and you know, do, do the process. Yeah. You know, be prepared for it. Bring your game bags. Bring your stuff. Yeah, be You know what I mean? You, it's just like... You know, you you in there to get one guy one, and you you get on a group, you get on two that are legal, and all of a sudden you're doing double duty. But, um, I mean, just the fact I'm not even bringing a rifle. Like I shot Eric's rifle at the range this weekend, and I didn't shoot very good, which is a little what bit. Does he shoot? He's got a 300 okay. uh, uh, wind mag. Okay. Um, not the Tika, but the um. Oh, man, I always. It's okay. Seiko, Seiko three hundred with the loophole VX. He's got a beautiful setup, man. His, he has the his same shit's sick. Scope as me, right? The VX uh, six or three? Yeah, or I think three. this is a forty four, and yours is a forty 
on the objective. Yours okay. is a little bit smaller. Okay. But um, I w- I, we are going into this hunt where I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm shooting all right. Like the groups are not quite like what you really want. But I was like, well, if I'm going to shoot something, I'm, I'm like definitely good. But versus, you know, shooting with my own rifle, I was like, you know, one inch groups and was like, yep, that's where it hits every time. What's your rifle? Uh, Weatherby. 30 out, I actually okay. run a 30 out six, man. Same as me. Just kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which there hasn't been no, I, I was at Sportsman. That's the one they didn't have. Mm. Not one. Yeah. I even found that. I meant to call you too. Like they that. had the short, uh, the short mag. Oh, Is really? That yeah. They oh, did. Damn. And I meant to call you and be like, dang, should I pick up some of these? Oh, dude, I told you to buy, buy four boxes at least. Cause Mondays when just you enough go. to get a scope and get it broke in. Yep, would have been sweet. God, man, I should have bought it. I oh, thought about time. it and then something. I kind of forgot about the rifle. It's sitting in the like you guys should be taking that rifle with you. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a know, little late now to kind no, of. No, I know, and I know Jack's but, got ammo and stuff too. But but next year I think I'm gonna. Yeah, we'll have a little more time and we'll get a scope for it. I know that was like an area of like debate what we were gonna do for because we were starting a co-op, right? Yeah, you know. Uh, we've decided that with Alaska Wild Project and our crew and our group and our network, that it'd be fun to experiment with like a true co-op gear, and and I like think, a checkout basically. I, I think after we get that rifle locked, I would really like to go in on a um, spotting scope. Mm-hmm. Yep, because none of us have one, and I'm like, yep. why? How is that possible? You don't have one. I don't want to have one. Yeah. Jake doesn't have one. Jack doesn't have one. Carla doesn't have one. Nobody yeah. has one. Yeah, Cisco has that. Cisco has, has a nice one. one. So we're yeah. borrowing one, I think, from Erica. Are you really? Yeah, from out Alaska Outdoor Girl. Oh, wow. I think. Yeah. Um, I think I'm borrowing my cousin Suara. So right now, mm-hmm. as we speak, it's in the air, which is crazy. Well, you got to have a good scope. But I think that as a co-op, develops mm-hmm. that's got to be like oh that's a priority yeah yeah scope for the rifle scope spotting scope yeah because how awesome well, we got a, a legit swaro for all of us to just mm-hmm. borrow and use yeah just available for checkout yeah no i'm i'm all for that co-op thing that's that's gonna be fun and i think getting that rifle this spring at the banquet was like the perfect kind of start yeah, we, we need to go piece. win that. That's where yeah, I next kit. year we just get the swirl. All of kit. us go in that. Just get that one. No <laughs> one else. If you're listening, don't put in that Alaska <laughs> Wild Project. We'll let you borrow it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty much going to take it. <clears throat> Hit us up later. Yeah, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, one thing that I'm really, 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 um, I guess, less stressed out about this year is having a shorter sheep hunting trip. And then the moose hunts like a full three weeks later, which is really nice. Oh, you got a big in between. Big gap, like 20 days. So, or no, no, I take that back. Not 20 days. No Um, way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that much. No. Well, actually, I take that back. It'll be, uh, it'll be like 17 days. Uh, I think it'll be, Yeah. I know I got three weekends before I have to go out again into the next week. So that's nice because I usually, my gap's only like 10 days. So it's enough to like get back, regroup, repack, and then go out again. And that's just not enough time with the family. 
that's the main issue, right? Like you're gone for a week and then you're like here to say hello. But a lot of times you got to transition and repack all your shit. Yeah. Like, cause you're doing a different hunt. Yeah. Evenings in the house. And then, and then there you go. It's like, yeah, I'm looking at the days I got 14, 15. Okay. 16 days in between hunts, which is the shortest arm. Excuse me. uh, The, the longest rather uh, amount of days that I've had. In between that early season into the moose hunt. Cause, because this year we're doing our moose hunt way early. We're actually going to go for the opener for that Labor Day weekend. And we typically will run like mid to late season on those, you know, with the intention of hunting the rut, right? Yeah. But uh, we have had some success in the past. <clears throat> With uh, with the early season, um, getting in there when there's less pressure and the moose are just kind of hanging out and not so spooky. Um, the other thing too is like our hunting moose hunting schedule is kind of dictated by you know obviously when you have like a, a moose camp and we've covered this multiple times you know we have a a pretty good long tenured moose camp area that we've been in for ten years so obviously our core group you know, three, four guys of this group, one of them is a, is, has that slope type schedule, you know, Phil, Phil has oh, a, Phil does. yeah, his, his, his years in that shift kind of cycle through them, you know, every three years you kind of like, you know, your vacation in a month starts in the beginning of the month and goes to the middle of the month and then goes to the end of the month and then it cycles back around. So we've done our like three or four years and he's done shift trades and then he's gotten the dates he wanted. But this year he was like, hey, I have to do the early. Like there's no getting around it with the shift trades. We have the elk hunt scheduled in a fog neck. So he's like got the big chunk of time that he's, he's gone all in on this time off on that okay. versus the moose hunt. Gotcha. Hence why our, our window's tighter. We're just doing like a full nine day moose hunt. It was like one of our shortest. Well, that's cool that you guys can... I mean that becomes an issue, right? People's schedule, people's yeah. work, and and big shout out to Jack and them because like I set this date, these dates, yeah, in March, mm-hmm. you know, because with with my job with the school district is like I they need to know you have limitations, yeah, and I got limited days off, so yep. it's like I got to set this, and and we had talked about moving in, and I was like, well, these are already set, like this ain't happening, like yeah. that's impossible. This is the only time I can go, yeah, right. So that's really cool that you guys were able to switch it up and have the ability Yeah, to like we just decided like he's he's the wild card. Yeah. So like whenever his annual schedule comes out, he sends it out and he's got got, got these days I'm putting in for these shift trades. And this year my 12-day window is this date to this date. And it's like, "All right, well, shit, man, we'll just We'll just plan around it. We're all average, you know, schedule working Joes. Yeah. So we we can actually adjust. He can't adjust so much to us. We adjust to him. So I yeah. used to be like, well, we got to go on these dates. And he's like, yeah, man, but I can't make it. And it used to be like a weird, can never kind of get it dialed in for those first couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, shit, man, the hunting season is from this date to this date. And meanwhile, the conditions change and, and there are better portions of the season that might be better hunting but we've had success from the front to the back 
Yeah, so you're not and, like, and it's not the, like the chances aren't less. No, I mean it's just it's it's what it is kind of nice. It mixes it up, mm. so the conditions are different. Like this is probably going to be a year where we're wearing you know basketball shorts and flip flops in the middle of the day because it's seventy five. You know you're going to have some nice days, but you know versus like late in September when when it's cooler. But it's it's going to be fun, man. Like I'm all good. I'm all good with it. And then the, the, with the beauty about the scheduling this year and how it worked out as it pertains to, like, the draw hunt portion, because obviously essentially what happens is you get a draw permit, and that dictates what you're doing. So it's like, well, I got this, like, elk tag. Or I got this sheep tag. Like, that's the priority. Number one. I got this moose tag. Like, that's, you know, we got the, we got the you know, the 20-mile or the this or the other, and it's like, that becomes the thing and the dates and everything that gravitates around it. Well, that's where, you know, we got our early September, so late August, you know, I think it's the 31st to the 10th, I think is our dates and our moose hunt, and we're done. What's dope about that, as you mentioned earlier in the show, I get to come home, I've got three weekends of moose hunting after I get back. You know, I probably won't go mm. out the next weekend, but the weekend after that, where we talk about doing a weekend warrior thing, you and I haven't been able to do that in years, dude. So that's going to be a great opportunity for the for us to actually get in a squeeze in a moose hunt together. Because what's funny with the listeners is that, you know, we don't actually do that much stuff together like you may think. Yeah, which is, I find I mean, odd. We, we really, really work at it to schedule stuff together. But with different interests and things that we do and the seasonality of it all, and the hunting is definitely tough because we do specific things. Like what we did before was a sheep hunt together. That was our annual thing. We did that for like four years in a row. Which I think next year it's well, we, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to it. But that was our thing that we did. So I do my own moose hunt. You do your own moose hunt. Like we have these separate things. So, <clears throat> excuse me, to the listeners, it might seem like, all these dudes just do everything together. It's like, no, we actually don't. Yeah, and a lot of times you, you got other buddies that obviously are newer to the game or family, and it's like you gotta, you gotta, um, you gotta the adhere to that. Tight. The crews are tight too. Yeah, you know, it's like my. I do moose. miss, man. I do. I miss you. I miss. I, know, I miss. Man, I, miss I miss being bro. in the teepee next to you, man. No, dude, we have good times out there. Yeah, good conversations. I mean, who else is gonna, you know? Tackle all that lettuce with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> got those got those athletic greens you got to deal with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for that transition where I can come back. We can go do a couple weekend warrior, low stress, quick, easy, kind of spontaneous outings. Maybe even get the kids out. I want to take my tail. Oh, it'd be tell fun you. as shit to get the kids I, out. And I forgot to mention that on the on the – Uncle's hunt, mm -hmm. which I'm calling it. I, I think the I'm gonna bring, hunt. I that's, haven't that's told Mateo, really cool. but I think I, man, I, I think I want to bring him. Oh, that'd be perfect time for it. Yeah, he'd do good. He's been back there way more than they have. <laughs> yeah, like he's more experienced than all these guys combined. Well, and you know, collectively, when you're with a group in that like clan, tribe, ish feel, everybody's gonna take care of the youngster or the elder. Yeah, right? and, I, like and I actually 
I mean, no disrespect to my uncle, but I would feel more confident with him riding my other four-wheeler than right. Florida boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs a couple of days probably to kind of get it. Yeah. You Even know? though the trail's not crazy, but you no. you just know, like, sometimes throttle control, things mm-hmm. that you just, if you haven't done it, you don't yeah. know. You know. Yeah, especially if you just get thrust into it. Yeah. Yeah. Get your nerves going and your adrenaline's going. And <laughs> like, we're about to climb this hill. Mateo, you take the four-wheeler, Francisco. You get on the back Uncle, with me. jump on the back. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just automatic two up on the six-by-six. Six. <laughs> Mateo's back yeah, there. Yeah, you get cut on that. Mateo, you're on, you're on captain on the bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uncle's hunt. I like the name of that. Yeah, you might have to film that one. Maybe not the sheep, but you film Oh, um, I hunt. told him already. I'm going full, like... Film mm-hmm. just for like my fa- I have a huge family. Oh yeah, they'll all want to see that huge huh? family. I mean, my mom has nine, like eight brothers and sisters, and there's maybe seventy of us cousins, mm-hmm. and it's we're all close. Oh, so we, the Jacksonville uncles from mom's side. Yep. Oh, all right. So my mom has two brothers, mm-hmm. and they're both coming with me. Oh, those are both those uncles. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And Poppy gets along with those uncles good. Oh, of course. Yeah, they've been. Family forever. Yeah. So, I mean, and then if dad comes, then I got to definitely bring Mateo. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Just the full. The, the generation. And I'm kind of, I mean, Carlos should be coming with us, but yeah. selfish, selfish fuck. He's well, going to go get one for sure in the whites. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got a good thing going with his group. No, I get it. That, I mean, that's how it is. Like, you make these plans in January, mm-hmm. February, and it's like, you don't. Well, back he's out. been building it. Building it up with that group. Yeah, and after last year's, you know, debacle with the float COVID hunt. Yeah. It's like, he needs to fill the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's going to go back to what he's believes is probably going to be successful or give him best opportunity. Yeah. Would yeah. would be the better term. Um, I, I mean, I hope I prove him wrong. I hope it's like, oh, you fucked up. Yeah. You should have came on the uncle's hat. Yeah. Well, it would be cool just by, like, default with the family portion of it that he would come. Because he knows what he's doing. He's good out there in the woods with the wheelers and fixing shit. It would be perfect. But I get that, you know, he's probably feeling like he missed out last year. So he's got to do some um, recovery. Yeah, and it's always... A better feeling when you bring another certified mm-hmm. Alaskan OG, yeah, out there, and that's why I I, I told Josh I'd like you to come. No, oh, that he'd I feel be like the he's, perfect addition to that group. Yeah, and he'd get along. Just I mean, he gets along with everyone, but mm-hmm. I feel good with that. And if then Cisco pops up, it's like perfect. Oh yeah, you guys would have a hell of a crew then. Yeah, especially if you deal with the moose. Yeah, at least you got some strong backs, and Poppy's like. What is he, what's he running, man? He's got to be like, what on, like. My age? No, no, no. I meant uh, Cisco. He's just like, shit, he's probably, what, pushing like 220? Bjorn? Bjorn, dude. He's trimmed. I don't know. Oh, he's slim and trim, dude. He's like my weight, Can we call him Bjorn anymore? Because like. Yeah, Bjorn's actually a really skinny guy name. It is? Yeah. Well, I just think about like the, the big. The big hoss, the Bjorn. Yeah, he's not hoss. He's young. No, he's, he's not he's at all. Bjorn now. He's real Bjorn. I know. I was trying to get him to sell yeah, that he, double X. He hunts in leggings, though. <laughs> <laughs> so 
some loser laugh. <laughs> With the chin strap. <laughs> Showing off them quads. Squadzilla. <laughs> I've been doing squats. It's like they don't rub each other now when they <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need the gold bond anymore. <laughs> Carrying less weight all the way around. <laughs> so then, but then after that, you guys' moose hunts like dialed. Yeah, yeah, that one's. Is, is Dan Dan the man gone? Mm-mm. Oh. No, he hasn't been last couple of years. I mean, since we. What's he doing? He's not going on a hunt. No, nah, he hasn't really hunted much in the last couple of years. Man, he's going full city boy. Yeah, I mean, he kind of just decided that it wasn't really like his thing that he was like really trying to commit too much time, and then like that. Just that full go commitment, yeah. you know, once it was like, Dan, it's February, are you in or are you out? And he's like, whoa, dude, like it's a little early. I'm like, well. <laughs> are you, you in are, or are you Yeah, <laughs> if you're about it, you know, you commit right now. And he's yeah. like, nah. Mason just slid into his spot. Kind of, yeah. 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 Well, he's on there with uh, with Papa and Eric and his dad there. And they Well, the thing about Mason, man, he's he's gotten too big to be the three-up dude in that bench seat in that Argo. Like, it's, Oh, yeah. So what? So what's the logistics on that? Well, it's just the two Argos. Run the but two Argos, yeah. Five dudes, two Argos. Well, yeah, well, it was four guys and a and a kid. But Mason's oh, okay. not it's really four, small oh, okay, anymore. Okay, okay, with with your brother not going, yeah, it no. does it. Four dudes, perfect. Yeah, so me and Phil and one and Eric and his dad and one, which is oh. you know kind of like our kind of core group. And then now Mason's coming. Um, this will be his second year. Which is exciting because he's into it and he's very helpful. He's a solid little dude, man. He's he's not a little dude. Mason's fourteen years old and yeah, he's a hoss. He's strong and he's got a good attitude and he you know, he's he gets up and helps and cleans and helps load stuff and like he just doesn't sit there and look yeah. at his phone. He's all like all over it. Yeah, he's well raised. He's the kid that place. like needs to start you know, it, it when the time's right, take the reins. Yeah, eventually he's gonna be like, uh, "Me and Mateo are going out on a yeah." Or like, you know, I got the I'm gonna strap it shit down, dads. It's cool, man. You guys can hang out and have a beer. And I'm be like, yeah, fuck yeah. All you right, know? let us know like, when it's ready. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like you can kind of see it culminating uh, with him. This will be a good year for him at 14 to come in there and you know put in some work. And, and he will, man. He he sits up there on that knob and glasses, and he's patient, and you know he's he's about it. He's That's he's so cool. he's gonna be the next yeah. bloodline of, you know, our crew to get in there. And we're working on getting another Argo and that'll open up another seat so we can get, you know, Me? another yeah, another really? homie in there. Exactly. So we're that's in the works. That's in the works. I'm but coming, Eric. Yeah, he's He's like, I don't know, man. You know, <laughs> loose lips sink ships, man. You know. I won't film. I won't film. So we'll, we'll get that. We'll get that run in and out. We're hoping to get a moose or two, and if we don't, whatever. Um, you know, we'd love to get a moose and come out and throw some in the freezer. Have a nice stretch of September to enjoy kind of the rest of fall with the family. Maybe even squeezing a camping trip in there. Um, my little one will be turning four, so that's always something to look forward to at the end of the month. Um, and then we'll go into October, where uh, I've got uh, me and Phil both have the a Fognac antlerless elk tag from the eighth to the eighteenth. I think is the season. That's going to be amazing. On that, so we've got that scheduled from the ninth to the eighteenth. Um, fully booked, ready to rock. Chad's coming with us. Um, 
I mean, you and Eric, and if you guys could make it, that would just be huge. It's on my. I know it's tough. my want list. Yeah, like I yeah. want to do it. Well, the beauty of it is, is it's already booked. So if you guys decide to come, it's booked. And the other cool thing about it too is, if you guys decided you wanted to not stay as long, or you just wanted to come for, say, five days, you could always just arrange a pickup and get flown out of there earlier. Which I know Eric is even like kind of considered. Yeah. If you don't want to do the full like nine day deal, I want to do want, the full nine day. Well, I, w- I would <laughs> love for everybody to stay there the whole time. Yeah. So we're in it to win it together. I mean, man, but, actually, thinking about that, man, like that would be me and Eric could do it instead of doing the deer. Well, like we had planned to do. I mean, you was listening to you guys last night, and I'm like, yeah, it'd be way less expensive. But you're just weekend warrior in it, maybe with one day off in between, which is enough to kill some yeah. deer but the cool thing about if we had like a group on this hunt is that we could split up and you know we'll yeah. go over here and you go over there and you yeah, know me you guys you go and kill or phil and him yeah, go. you guys go kill some deer and we'll go look for some elk and you know that's what chad's been preaching he's like dude we could like cover more area and yeah have different groups go different spots and so that was kind of the cool thing we could like do some different hunting styles I mean, there's no we'll guarantees see. you're going to get deer out of there either. Yeah. Right? So, um, but, I mean, there's there's blacktail hunting on Kodiak and a Fognac raspberry is awesome. Yeah. I um, love that meat. Yeah. And if we can get an elk or two out of there, and I mean, not, not counting on it, but obviously the hunting is finding the herd. Finding yeah. the herd is finding multiple animals. So I hope you get one because I want some uh, elk also buco for the meat party. Oh, that'll be bomb. Yeah, you know, I'll be whooping that up. But, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's probably the highlight hunt for me this year is that yeah. a fog neck hunt. Um, would I love to have a bull and, and, you know, get a big bull and some meat and a beautiful set of uh, Roosevelt antlers? I would love that. But this hunt's cool because anything that gives me an excuse to get over to Kodiak, I'll just sign up for it. And this was just a no-brainer, and it was like – you know, we have Chad who's done it three or four times. So he's got like yeah, a episode forty five is um if you're interested in that a fog neck hunt or you're you've been putting in for it. It's a popular w- download too. We were just looking at, at the stats. Yeah, it's top ten. Yeah. I would highly 10. suggest if you haven't heard that one, um, if you if you're out of stater or if you're just looking to do that hunt at some point. Um mm-hmm. episode forty five, a fog neck with um Chad from Mountain Division. I mean he breaks it down. Yeah. And that was so cool for him to just like, I'm in. Yeah. I didn't even have to ask him. He's like, I'm in. You guys want to, I'll go. And I'm like, let's That's go, so man. Cool. You know, the trails, you know, the, you know, you know, the topography, you know, the, but this is good spots to set the tents up, you know, like, you know, the, the area. And so. A, a thing that I thought would be cool. I don't, I don't know if it's within like the next like five years. Mm-hmm. If you guys took a year off of your trip and we go of on the Chad, moose hunt, yeah, and me and you go on with Chad. Oh, sure, moose, yeah, or we, me and Chad go your area. Yeah, we've talked about it. Um, you know, changing it up at some point, and and I'm definitely open to the idea. One of these, one of these seasons, I in the next couple two or three years, I I talked about doing it this year, and it wouldn't have worked out mainly because I got the elk tag, but mm. my plan is I want to take a full September off. 
Absolute full September. I'll do a sheep hunt in the early part. I'll do like a, a week and then I'll work for the rest of the month. And then after Labor Day, I'm out. I'm gone. I'm gone for the month. So I can do multiple things. So I can go on multiple moose hunts. Yeah. And do, you know, that. And that's how it's going to work. That'd be amazing. That way I can do, I can fulfill my obligation to, and my commitment to our annual moose hunt where everybody has a lane and a place and, and, and how we make it work. Everybody has a, has a, has their um, vested interest in, you know, whether it be I run the boat and these guys run the Argos and this guy has the trailer and I, and I got the trailer and like everybody has a piece to make it all happen. Yeah. You know, not one guy has everything so we can just all go do it. Like yeah. we all had to bring something to the table, yeah, equipment wise and logistics to to get Almost in, and and that's co-op. yeah, it kind of in a sense is, yeah, um, and and that's why that's why I I am obligated and made a commitment to doing that every year because we all have our piece to involve making sure we all get out there and get the job done, yeah. But if I just if I could swing it and take a whole month off and save PTO and do it right. I could just go ahead and take the full month and then do multiple trips. And I think that's how I'm going to make it work. Yeah. Can't do that every year. I'll do that every, whenever I can. I mean, I'll just do it here once and see how it goes. And if I can ever do it again, that'd be great. You but just got to tell your job like Zach did. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, it's t- pretty tough to do. <laughs> it's pretty yeah, tough to do. I think with enough planning and things, it's like, job. it's not a once in a lifetime, but it's kind of a once in a lifetime ish thing to do. Where you take such a huge chunk of time off to go do yeah. a specific thing. Yeah. And um, so I'll, I'll do that. But yeah, in, in closing with the whole hunting, you know, plan trip, um, your trips are amazing. I, I'm really envious of the, the sheep hunt thing. I hear all about it and, you know, can't wait to see the photos and hear the story. And we'll be communicating. We'll be on the oh, inreach. Yeah, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll be looking for my three a day updates. Yeah, I want to know no, what's going it. on. You'll get it. Yep. And uh, obviously, we'll be doing our separate moose things. We'll do our we'll do our weekend. I'm excited for the weekend warrior to bring old Dusty out there. That'd be fun, man. Hell yeah, yeah man. dude! A little bit of a change up, different group. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I got a two seater or well, four seat side by side, but we'll we've got plenty of seating. Yeah. You can jump That'd on with fun. me, or you know, however we want to figure that yeah, out. Or you but can ride the the uh, bumblebee, and we'll. Bring some kids along. Yeah, and and you never know. I mean, we're talking August, September, October. Well, there's still deer hunting in the Sound all the way into the end of December, and we've been out in December after a big snow, and you know, filled the bow with with blacktail. So that's still on the potential horizon for a a rando weather day to get to go do something like that. So yeah. it's going to run all the way through, and um, man, it's about to it's about to go real fast i know like this once the it's kind of like once the the race the the gun shoots it's on it's like month and a half of full send yeah i mean it's just a, a relay yep yep pass the baton pass the baton pass the go, baton. go go like planning our our podcast release and how we're doing our recordings and trying to get everything you know situated before we go and it's it takes a lot of proactive planning, scheduling, and, and logistics in 
your personal life, your work life, um, physically, uh, mentally getting ready. Like, it's a lot, man. It's actually, in the years past, I guess I've been more exhausted and stressed out by the idea of working really hard and then hunts come and then you got to cram and, and then we added the podcast in over the last couple of years. This year I'm way more laid back, man. I am too. I'm not like all, <clears throat> I'm not all wigged out. Yeah. Like usually by now I'd be like, oh, I got to gotta mow the lawn today. I got the podcast tomorrow night. I got to go get my food. I got to go get the trailer tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go get it all together when I got my little pockets of time. Yeah. And it's all going to come together like it always does. Yep. yep. I'm not going to let it like yeah. weigh me down and stress me out. Yeah. Great. It takes cloud. away from the fun of it. Yeah. I you agree. Know? I agree. Well, thank you, Alaska, for listening to um, kind of what the plans we got. And mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys have tons of plans. And, and good luck to all the people that are getting out in this short window that we have to go hunting. Um, whatever your plans are. Um, be safe out there. Um, hopefully you have uh, a in reach or a satellite phone to um, in case for emergencies. And we always yeah, hope that prepared. people are prepared and, and safe for all situations that yep. could happen out there. Um, and, and, you know, and, sh and you know what? Share with us. Yeah, let us know how Man, it goes. We'd love to see pictures, videos, shorts, yeah. reels. I yeah, mean, tag just us, tag us. Tag us and send us some stuff. I mean, I. You know, we love to talk about what we're doing. We love to share what we're doing. Yeah. We're going to do it anyway, whether yeah. we're doing this podcast or on social media or any of that stuff anyway. But what we really, really love is for any of our listeners and folks that follow us out there that are doing it, send us your experiences. Or if you're like you looking know? to get into it, you know, send us the questions. questions? Like, hey, I heard you mention this or that. If you um, got a better idea or you got a suggestion for what we could do. Yeah. Something anything give it to us yep we're get open. involved engage in this yeah right yeah yeah totally right on uh thank you for listening alaska um we appreciate your uh man continued support mm -hmm. it's just been amazing yeah um definitely every week every month man just yep thank you to the sponsors um we appreciate it and uh i think next week we got lined up the uh tent gear review Yep. So yeah, we're going to kind of get into um, the tents we've been using um, over the last decade or so and, and what we feel works and what we kind of like that we see that's out there that's being built for different situations. So we'll do a full thing on that. Um, so keep listening and, and support and uh, visit the sponsors and go to our Patreon. If you're not a Patreon, all that little stuff, even $5 a month is like so helpful to pay for all this stuff that uh, we're trying to do out here. And, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Alaska, stay wild. Yep. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. Barney Sports Chalet, supplying hunters with the best hand-selected gear since 1963. The exclusive home of Frontier Gear, built for the rugged Alaskan terrain. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Visit Barney's today at 906 West Northern Lights. Arbor Digital, the forefront of digital assets, cryptocurrencies, and wealth management. Providing a low-cost, research-based investment strategy for Alaskans looking to invest their hard-earned money. Visit arborcapital.io today to put your money to work. 
tailored restoration 24-hour emergency home services, helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Total Truck and Alaska Overlander, Alaska's premier supplier for custom automotive accessories and overlanding products, providing all-inclusive rental vehicles and trailers custom outfitted to explore the Alaskan backcountry with a unique and convenient traveling experience. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, Alaska's own and grown cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. The Connoisseur Lounge, Alaska's premier locally owned and operated cannabis retailer, located in the heart of Palmer, Alaska. Their cultivated products include Snowcap Romance, Aurora Haze, Super Glue, and much more. Find them at theconnoisseurlounge.net. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation, with exclusive products such as their sugar wax, full spectrum diamond sauce cards, and more. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana for the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge, can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located on 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Crude Magazine, Alaska-based media outlet using the last frontier as a springboard to discover larger truths about the cultures of our great state. Read more at crudemag.com. Lawn Pro AK, Alaska's year-round professional property maintenance team. Services include snow and ice management, weekly lawn care, and more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off of Arctic and 58th, handcrafted Alaskan-made colonial ciders. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Stop by today and taste an award-winning cider. Lady with a Plan, your own Alaska event planner. From scouting the perfect location to planning the tiniest details, specializing in event management and production for intimate social gatherings. Find Lady with a Plan on Instagram. Should you not claim to be at least his equal in prowess and act upon the claim? I say try. If we never try, we shall never succeed. This proposition is a simple truth, and it's too important to be lost sight of for a moment. If we cannot beat the enemy where he now is, we never can. It is all easy if our troops march as well as the enemy, and it is unmanly to say they cannot do it.